Hi, welcome to the Control Spoiler Cast. It's Matt Eads, just a quick word. Patrons, thank you very much for uh, supporting the show, keeping us on the air. You guys get this one early, and if you're listening to the video version, uh, pardon me, the audio version, go and check out the video version, because we have tons of video clips and things cut in. Um, the video version is a, is a real cool production, so go check that out. The audio is a little bit glitchy until the 10-minute mark or so. Just so you're aware, we had some uh, technical issues in the studio that day. So it is a little, it's still listenable, but it is a little bit, uh, it sounds like a laggy Skype call, kind of. Uh, that clears up at the nine-minute mark, just so you're aware. Thanks very much for your support, and enjoy the Control Spoiler Cast. Fair warning. This is gonna be weirder than usual. Can't be helped. Hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Control Spoiler Cast. My name is Matt Eads. I am... Joined slash blessed by Brandon slash Lynch. That's right. I'm happy to be here uh, talking about uh, one of our favorite games of all time. Of all time, yes. The uh, AWE DLC came out. Mm -hmm. We finally both played it. Uh, Remedy, Remedy has said that wraps up Control, basically. That is, unless we get some surprise DLC down the line. Right. Control be, Control 1. Control 1. Yes. That's right. That wraps up the, the first game. Uh, and we're here to talk about so many things. That's right. A year later. We have all the we have all the an well we don't have all the answers we have all the information they're going to give us to get the answers, uh, and now is the time to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so this one, like our Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast, might be a little weird. Uh -huh. uh, I do have the game beat for beat, so we're going to yes. kind of go through it. Yes. Uh, we're not going to read like every item, paper, report, no. and all that. Although stuff. Although you could, you definitely it's could. Fucking fantastic. Yes, that is uh, <laughs> maybe some of the best stuff in the game. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's you know, you see when you play through. You don't mm -hmm. need us to just reread something to you. Um, yeah, so we will, we will take it away. Uh, and, and like I say, this one is going to get weird. So please. It's my fucking <laughs> coffee. <laughs> when uh, altered coffee, when I open the lid, it makes a screeching sound. Uh, that's right. It, every, every, it's the can, can or coffee. That's There's right. A, it's a beverage. The beverage changes. Have you seen the Alan Wake coffee thermos? Uh, altered item. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't remember. Isn't there? There's a lot. Of them, no. Right? It's it's yes. Because that's what I kept finding. But like the explanation is like seems to have no uh, weird powers except for it keeps uh, drinks <laughs> yeah. hot and cold for a shockingly long time. <laughs> so juicy. Yeah. Uh, so the game owns to Jesse arriving at the Bureau of Control in New York, New York City. Mm -hmm. Um, she is being led there. She, she's talking throughout the entire game. She's talking to... Uh, at first, it's not clear if it's like you, the player. It feels like you, the player. Totally. Yeah. Where she is just talking second person um, and, and refers to you as like, oh, you led me here. Hey, mm -hmm. thanks for all your help. Yes. Um, as soon as you enter the building, uh, in, in even that opening cutscene, we see this kind of flower symbol, this motif, which mm -hmm. is going to keep reappearing. And the first time we see it, it's built into the wall it's like a, like a big it looks like a shield like a crest mm -hmm. above the main desk it's a piece of decoration this is not the same like not the like the bureau crest no this is not the bureau this is crest. with the with the with the black pyramid and everything uh this, so this one looks like a flower kind mm -hmm. of i'll uh so. i remember i and i guess we should get into this uh eads has played this whole game many times now <laughs> many times now as recently <laughs> as yesterday yeah yeah um i uh, tried to sludge through some of the campaign in the last couple days. Uh, did not make it more than halfway for sure. Uh, and otherwise not played the actual main part of this game for 
uh, over a year. So you're going to be dragging me along for some of it memory-wise. That's totally fine. Nice. Uh, it, it, so they named their game Control, which means Googling anything on it is almost impossible. Yes. So I can't find that that image easily, but it right. is a kind of a flower. It looks like a flower, almost like a yeah. lotus. It's a, like the Polaris ripple effect that goes through the screen and everything. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it's in the center of the HRAs also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you look at that, you can see the blue Polaris shimmer right so we already polaris has some kind of a connection to this building yes. polaris has... i will say right now had no idea never put that together the first time i played yes this again this so and a lot of the things that i'm gonna go through of, of what i think is happening uh is up for interpretation you know yes. there's there's maybe a couple different ways and i feel like you've recently gone through down several wormholes oh yeah uh in terms of the study so a lot mm-hmm. of the times i'm gonna be like i'll just have to, I'll have to ref- defer to you Matt. <laughs> a- awe debate the, yeah. the the world myself and the other uh bureau employees who, mm-hmm. who study this for a living yes a uh, lot of debate about awe the rest of it a kind of i kind of think i actually maybe have a, a fairly good uh through line here um we learn that jesse's here to find a brother who's been missing yeah. for 17 years um and we also learn in this conversation that polaris is familiar to jesse mm-hmm. but uh left left for a time Polaris, okay. Polaris has been gone, has recently come back into Jesse's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesse's like, oh, thank goodness you're back. You've been gone for so long. Uh, Jesse walks in. Nobody around. This big, empty, open building. Mm-hmm. Uh, proceeds through, meets Ati. Uh, Ati says, you'll work for me. Yes. You can tell them I sent you. Uh, if they don't hire you, there'll be work for the axe. He says, take them up behind the sauna. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, and, and, and I even looked up what all these like Finnish idioms kind of mean in, yeah. in plain English. Uh Work for the axe, take them out behind the sound. Like you know, I'm gonna. Uh, you better. They better hire you. Or I'm gonna give them one of these. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill them. Yes. Is the yes. idiom basically? Take, take them on the woodshed. Yeah. Give them the beat. Uh, and Jesse immediately trusts him. Uh, he's, he's like a janitor. He's like, oh, I'll yeah. friendly face. I'll the janitor. Friendly face in my book. And jan- janitors usually know more about the about the business than the than the higher ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse used to be a janitor. Yep. Uh, which is a story I'd like to hear more about. But. <laughs> um, and he. He also responds to Jesse's monologue, to you, Polaris. Mm-hmm. Jesse says something about how two heads are better than one, and uh, Ati can hear it and responds to it. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse doesn't seem to notice. She responds in speech. Like, she doesn't even really notice that Ati just responded to her right. internal vibe. I've done enough night shift loner jobs to know it makes us come off weird. Ati the janitor is a friendly face in my book. Better than somebody with no face at all. <laughs> Think about it. No face. Ati is weird. We know something weird is up with Ati. There's a picture of him as you're as you're proceeding. There's a portrait of him with just his ass showing, like he's yep. his back facing and he's yep. mopping, which is a great portrait. Yes. Uh, and as you make your way through the beginning part of the house, uh, Jesse hears a gunshot and enters the director's office to find the trench has been shot. Mm-hmm. We don't really know by who. Nobody no. else in the room. It is staged like a suicide. Looks like he shot himself. Yeah. Uh, and Polaris tells Jesse to. Pay the service weapon. Jesse mm. sees the gun, and she's like, "What the fuck? You want to pick up the murder weapon?" Never do that. Well, I just, just do it. Shit. 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 You want me to pick it up? The murder weapon? Really? Um, and as she tries to leave the office with the weapon, the hiss tries to affect her, mm-hmm. and we get that live action. Uh, Courtney Hope looks exactly like Jesse, and that's unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kind of the red screen, and she fights off the hiss. Polaris and her together fight off the hiss. What is that? You can't let this happen. 
Jesse tries Trench on the hotline. Jesse sees Trench on the hotline, pardon me, before she ever uses it. Because she's getting the weird message. Well, like, so she always gets, like, the 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 images. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think those are coming from the hotline, the way I understood it. Yeah. Those are them, like, trying to contact her through whatever you would call a more conventional meme. Uh, but I think she needs the hotline to fully understand them. Mm. To, like, it feels like... The- Application is when you go into that menu. It's actually Jesse's actually going to the hotline. Yeah, because like, there's a picture up? of her picking up the phone, yeah. and she actually physically, as much as in a video game, where do you keep all your shit? She physically takes the phone with her when you leave the hotline. The the phone's not there anymore. Oh, so shit. she is taking the phone with her for the rest of the game. Yeah. I don't know where she keeps it. Like you, an extra dimensional. Yeah, sure, yeah, we don't know about that. I yeah. totally, you're right. I, I never, I like slept on that. She does take the phone with her. Though. Right. So then I think. It's very much like they're like shouting through the void yeah. in their broken way. It's like, the phone hang on. In, her, in her pocket. Hang on. <laughs> it's like a pocket ball somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gives you like the key words in those little, you're like, yeah. director. Like, oh, that sounds interesting. Lockdown. Yeah. Um, and so we see the first of many of these trench just smoking, like he's a poet, like Max Payne was. And I wonder how much of this stuff they did on purpose, uh, whether it's just because it's actors A reads or because they're like, no, you got to be like, you got to be the people yeah. from from the games in our universe. I that is the very last question on my notes. Is there are too many repeat actors for this to be a coincidence? There's a repeat actor in literally every single game. Right. Uh, first batch of hotline calls. Wayland Trench thought he was under attack, brain cloud of dementia, and exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Some kind of mental yes. attack. Some got in his dome. Yeah, uh, and he says the hotline is the only one I can trust. I didn't see it coming. The traitor in our midst. A conspiracy plotted right behind me. I can't trust anyone. I must assume all my intel has been manipulated. The hotline is the only channel I can trust. Which is bad, because ho- you would think for him, at this point, the hotline is probably connected to the board. Yes. He's probably spent a lot of time talking to the board. That's right. And we will eventually learn that Trench has been completely swayed by the board. Yes. The board basically told him, you are the only real director because we, the board made you the well you and, and Northmore right. picked up the thing that's right everyone we else told before you, you the thing you, if you pick up the gun and we, you pass the gun test you're fucking in that's right oh uh, yes we we will get back to how Trench thinks he can only trust the board because we yeah. we learn later he is corrupted he is full the hiss he's has fucked. taken him and is he's, warping he's his fucked. perception uh, we have to go get to directorial override place is locked down we can't get to the other sectors mm-hmm. it's a standard first mission of any video game that's right but we're in lockdown. Turn the lights on. So Jesse has to go find Ati to get past the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she thinks that Ati got her in the building. Apparently she says here. I'm going to say that this house has a vermin problem. A bad one. They've already messed up the cooling pumps. And the power generators of a power plant. And the pensioner inside. He's starting to feel the band around his head. Uh, Ati says he truly needs an assistant. He says vermin in the house have messed with the power plant and the pumps. 
Uh, he says, the pensioner inside the, the power plant is starting to feel the band around his head tighten. Yeah. Which at first just seems like a Finnish idiom. Yep, that you didn't think anything of this the nope. first time I played it. Uh, but he literally means the, the pensioner, the person taking a pension from the FBC, yes. Northmore, uh, is starting to feel the band around his head, the band around him tighten because he yeah. is in the right. NFC. Are, it's getting hot and it's getting steamy. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Uh Yes, Northmore he, is in the fucking thing. <laughs> he is literally powering the oldest house. We learned that the NSC is the Northmore sarcophagus unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trench even talks about him constantly in metaphor. He's a, a man like an explosion, an impotent storm. Yes. Uh, and talks about him very much like a literal power ta- source. He had to take one for the team. Yes. At the he end of the day, it, the director's <laughs> duty is to keep the lights on. Northmore was all about power. A man like an explosion, hungry for authority, for order for more until it was too much I had to find a solution in the end contain the situation Northmore never liked me but he went along with it to his credit he didn't really have a choice I suppose at the end of the day a director's most basic duty is to keep the lights on Here's to you, Northmore. It's very good. Which Once you know the thing, does. it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you get all the way to the top of the NSC, once you get uh, levitate, if you go back up, you can see a thermal scan of uh, Northmore, a human right. shape in the yes. power plant. And there's also, like, because you'll find spots that have uh, portraits of the former directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and occasionally, without you probably realizing that this is a portrait of a former director, you just find portraits of the fucking NSC. Yes. In, like, weird places. I never thought about... Yeah. I never fucking put that together <laughs> until right now. Yeah, where it's like, oh, yeah, that's the director. Because they just show the director and, huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. It's very good. That is very good. Uh, and later later you find a doc that says the that Northmore literally made the first NSC disappear. He made it vanish mm-hmm. with his abilities that he has. Uh, and so they built the second with, quote, spatial anchors that are designed to prevent any translocative effects. So it seems like Northmore's periutilitarian abilities are uh, obviously some sort of ability to create power, mm-hmm. to generate heat or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck he does. Uh, and he's a teleporter. Yeah. And there, which and- I think there would be something real cool about having him break out uh, in control, too. He uh, so it, it's not it sounds like he he agrees to go into the. NSC, it sounds like his powers, I, I think he might have bound an item to himself that his powers are out of control, it right. sounds like. He himself can't control them, because yes. uh, Trench is the one who suggests it, and he says Northmore agreed, he didn't yes. have a choice. Right. Um, and so it very, and they describe it as like the humane way to deal with Northmore. Which is really hard to f- find out how this is the humane way, yeah. but. Well, we could have tried to kill him, maybe. Yeah. So anyways. Is he, that, is killing him less humane than this he lives in the nsc and hopefully they uh, give him a tv or something yeah i don't know what he's he's watching night springs in there something. yeah i'll be all right uh on the way to wherever we're going i forget we're, now yeah we're going to the nsc turn we gotta turn the power on that's right oh right we yes. go down into the maintenance shaft uh we find the merry-go-round pony which we cleanse it gives us a uh, dodge mm-hmm uh, Jesse makes her way to the furnace. If you do the side quest to burn trash for Ati, right? This, you, is, this is a great bit too. Yep. You find a uh, lady, a recording of a lady talking to a furnace. It seems to be having a one-sided conversation. He says, uh, "Well," and and you find documents about how, like, I think the furnace is talking. Right. Uh, and and this. Did you ever hear it? 
No, I so waited I read something, and I waited. Yeah, and... I read something on the internet where it's like, yeah, you can really, like, you can kind of tell. Uh, and I stood there and I couldn't tell. And I was like, this is just the fucking internet. I stood there for uh, a long time. And it'll make like <laughs> maybe a, like, maybe you need 20 minutes to stand in here. It'll make like a, a, like a sound sometimes, like a furnace sound, like yeah. a groan <laughs> almost, where it's, uh, where I'm like, is that it? And that there's no way. Uh, so this lady on the recording says, uh, what do you eat? Well, I'll try to find some volunteers. Yes. <laughs> and you learn that you are burning biological material, biological uh, hazardous biological waste for Ati right. when you're down there. So the furnace probably eats people. Yes. Those uh, barrels are probably full of people. Could be. And, and maybe it's an inversion on like uh, the volcanic sacrifice, right? Throw, right. throw on the whoever into the volcano mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, you also find a note later about how the FEC is forbidden from burning outdated paperwork in the furnace, but the person who's writing it is like, why can't we just burn it in the furnace? This makes no sense. Uh, probably because if the furnace can talk, it's going to like repeat all these yeah. secrets that it nails. <laughs> uh, uh, it reminds me of the air conditioner from Brave Little Toaster. I've never never seen it. Is there an altered can, air conditioner? <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, all of them are altered. No, air conditioner is a cantankerous old bag. Uh, da, 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 da. Jesse meets a Reesh in the power plant, and uh, this Arish is where, a good man. He's a very good man. This is where we learn the place is going to blow up. Um, he says that Darling built one massive HRA, but it must have been needed elsewhere. They don't know where it is. And proceed forward. We run. We don't even run into Ati. We just hear Ati who says his old enemy, the Clog, is blocking the pipes. My old enemy, the Clog, is blocking the pipes. You need to deal with that shit. He's very clever. He's trying to sneak in. We got him caught with his hand in the fist. Get rid of him. His old enemy, the clog. Yes. <laughs> it's a very, a very janitor way to present that. Um, going back to the them not having a big enough HRA for, or only having the one HRA that would have been big enough for the NSC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but needing it elsewhere, which we learn more about later. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's locking down Hedron right now. It's right. Hedron safe. Uh, or they, Hedron. I they say. basically need to, like, the security staff are basically just have to fight off the hiss. They have, uh, like, yeah, Arish has HRAs. The the staff out here has HRAs. No, you're, yes, but, the like, the HRA, like, it would be real bad if the hiss got to the NSC. Yes, because right. the whole house will Right, explode. so I feel like there's... I was kind of disappointed, honestly, with how that never had a payoff uh, in a way that I thought, like, that's got to be a thing. Like, it's got, like, the H, the, the his have to get to that thing at some point. The big it's HRA. The big, uh, sorry, not the HRA. The his need to get to the NSC hmm. eventually. You would think that's where they would want to go. That's what's powering everything. Uh, and they never really do anything with that. No. Uh, and again, like, I, the idea of the his being this intelligence, having, having an agenda... Mm-hmm is i think something that we will kind of figure out i think jesse's kind of imagining it because they chant alan well not just jesse everyone like all those research papers about the hiss Mm -hmm. are very much in like the oh it's crazy that the like the snipers know how to snipe and the and the grenadiers know how to grenadier and and the healers are just like like sentiently like forming a cluster of hiss to turn into a healing orb that can then heal other hiss like it seems like there is a strategy there totally they assign an intelligence to it and and this is one of the parts that is not clear but Mm -hmm. we'll learn later in awe alan literally wrote the chant and again there's this question of chicken egg with alan wake of Mm -hmm. is he writing things and they're becoming true or is he writing them because they're true or both but 
this kind of goes to Jesse's, you know, the hero needed a villain. The mm-hmm. hero, the hero can't just get out there and fight gravity. The hero can't just get out there and fight this force of like, well, we just got to. They're not really after the NSC. They're after everything. Right. It's just this force that is invading everything. Yeah. But because she assigns this bad guy, this villain mentality to it, it is this thing to be overcome and defeated. And there's something about like being a human and representing the humans in the video game where it's like, oh, this is like killing people. Yeah. Like not killing people, but taking their free will away totally. at very most. They're the bad guys and from it, our perspective. And it, and it uses language. It yeah. talks to you. Yes. So so you automatically are like, well, this thing clearly, we, I don't understand what it's saying, but it, right. it can use language. Do, it's like if there was giant T-Rexes wandering around, they're not our enemy. Yeah. But we got to kill them. Exactly. We have to because they'll kill us. Uh, that Ellen White stuff is going to get real weird. Uh, anyways, Ati says Zolan in the clog, who uh, later we hear Northmore saying uh, sometimes he's a, he's an old god in the clog of fish mm-hmm. or whatever. Some shit, he says. Yeah. Uh, Jesse fixes the converters, lifts the lockdown, which uh, we learn Trench put into his into place his first year's director. There's mm-hmm. no, no lockdown in place. Uh, no, like, concept of the lockdown. Yeah, the directorial yeah. override. Right. Uh, there's some ambient dialogue in Central as you're heading back to about how, and this is really interesting, different there's directors. lots of good stuff yeah. if you have the time to sit. And like, even like exit, like take a control point out and come back and they'll say something else interesting. They say the new director can launch objects up to 20 feet. Bullshit. We've never recorded any distance over five. Obviously you never read the P6 data. This ambient dialogue is about how different directors apparently launch different distances, which I think is really fascinating. Nobody, no previous director has ever been able to launch over five feet. <laughs> so whether that includes Northmore or not, because later we hear that Jesse has, quote, Northmore-like readings. Right. A lot of minichlorians or whatever. Uh, Jesse can throw, like, Fucking 500 forever. feet. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, the walls didn't keep getting in my way, that thing would never stop. Yeah, so Jesse, for whatever reason, is... Has the much more one. powerful abilities, yeah. yeah. You, have, you have to choose to be the chosen one, as the board says. Mm. Uh, Jesse tells Pope, finally, about Ordinary and the slide projector. She's a little... She didn't really trust anyone in the bureau yet. Mm. Um, she tells Pope the Polaris came through one of the doorways to help them, and she also tells her she's looking for Dylan. Pope does not know about the slide projector, but says, you know, everything's super classified. It's probably here somewhere. And, they, and Jesse also says there's, there was a bunch of terrible shit in those other doorways yes. uh, that Polaris saved us from. Yes. Not necessarily saying the hiss... But she was like, this is just bad shit. There's a tons of bad shit uh, behind those doors. The uh, not po- mother who was feeding her milk to those kids that turned yeah. into dog monsters. Yeah, and, that's, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, 600 adults disappeared. Shit. We don't know what happened to the 600 adults in Ordinary. They just vanished. Whether they went into the slide projector, who knows. Um, Pope tells Jesse about P6 and Hedron. I keep saying Hedron because I've always heard polyhedron. I've never heard polyhedron. But anyways, Darling says Hedron, so I'm going to try to. Uh, and tell her to find Marshall. So it's basically, Marshall's in charge of the Rangers. R- real bad bitch. If anyone knows what's going on, yes. it's going to be Marshall. Head ops. Head ops. And uh, then we get a cutscene of Ati saying that, him saying uh, he helped us, and now we owe him. And when the time comes, he will come calling. That's ominous. It's the last we kind of hear about that. Uh, on to the boys club. Old boys club. Mm-hmm. See how we're uh, still bouncing. Yeah, just seeing how we're doing on time here. Oh, um, bah, bah, bah. darlings, uh, you're going to research central research area. Big trees, mm-hmm. huge, tall space, beautiful area, like yep. massive, massive evergreen trees. Um, in the intro video that says, "Darling says I've been here for 24 years," and the video goes and glitches, and he says, "I've been here forever," which I 
maybe not telling. I don't, I don't really know the significance of it. Yeah. But there's some there, and not to say this is what that is because you're right. There might be something more sinister at play there. Uh, but there is this uh, kind of ongoing theme with Darling's videos where he is doing like 50 takes of everything, <laughs> <laughs> like, and you can see him start can, to lose it. Yeah, where as as he like falls into decline one time he spills the whiskey and doesn't yeah. even do it he's just like ah fuck it yeah and and before he even like gets like crazy you can he'll do like and he's it's it's so good uh and maybe part of this is because i'm a cameraman but he'll do a lot of like he'll finish the thing he'll has to say and then he'll look just off camera and then kind of nod like I get yeah good. that's good All right. then, yeah <laughs> There's specifically, and I'll talk about it here because it's one of my favorites. There's a B-roll. Uh, you just see B-roll at one point. There's random B-roll that they've uh, spliced together for the purposes of the videos. Mm-hmm. And you can actually find uh, information about this. Uh, the, these two researchers, uh, the guy of which is into the girl and the girl who is not into the guy, uh, talking about how, like, why do we always got to be in the background of these fucking videos? <laughs> and then you'll find the B-roll thing, and it's like them awkwardly doing their thing and then they eventually bring darling in and darling is like playing with one of the fucking click clack balls oh yeah and he keeps like click and the girl behind him is just like looking at him like it's like jim from the office like (laughs) glancing at the camera like what the fuck is this guy doing i was just losing my mind during this whole thing the videos are very good yeah uh even on like threshold kids similarly is oh yeah something else it's the little things in this game Ha ta 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 ta. We got the uh, a white. Oh, so this is very interesting. I found a whiteboard in research mm-hmm. um, that describes a shoebox from Ordinary. Yes, this is fascinating. A potential altered item. The whiteboard says, um, and that you just have to read. You have to peer at this thing and read this. Yeah. Um, and if you're playing on a base console, you'll have luck. to wait 15 <laughs> minutes for those textures to load in. So here's the Cole's notes. Uh, they think an AWE happened in the lab. They're not sure what, but everything was affected except for the shoebox. They recreated the event with a shoebox from home. Same result. They're not really sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. In the shoebox, there were writings of Thomas Zane, the poet from yes. Alan Wake. In 2012, yes. real life 2012, yes. our world, uh, Remedy ran an arg called, uh, blog, uh, a blog called This House of Dreams. Right. In which a lady named Samantha uh, posted about uh, buying this new old house that she was renovating. Um, and in it, she found the shoebox and basically started having these these very strange dreams. Um, oh, also in the shoebox, she literally found the clicker. Yes. The capital T, capital C clicker from Alan Wake, which yep. is the magic light switch that uh, she says the first time she flicked it in her house, all the lights went out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the thing that Thomas Zane wrote was like the magic clicker will right. do the and, thing. And worth worth noting for those that didn't play it, all the way back to the Alan Wake game, he leaves the shoebox with the clicker for Alan Wake, mm-hmm. and right because Thomas Zane, much like Alan Wake, is writing existence into things. Thomas Zane wrote Alan Wake into existence, right. but he also wrote Alan Wake writing Thomas Zane. In back into yes. existence, yes, <laughs> very, because yeah. very fucked. Because Alan Wake, you're right. Because during the game, Alan Wake also brings back Thomas Zane. Yes, um, and, and and at the time before before Alan Wake has rebrought Thomas Zane back into existence, uh, Thomas Zane wrote that uh, uh, everything is gonna just disappear. Everything involved with this is just gonna disappear. Mm-hmm. The all the craziness that's happening, myself included. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna not exist anymore. I'm gonna write us out of existence, except for everything I put in the shoebox. Mm. The shoebox will survive, uh, no matter what. 
Uh, and now this shoebox, which did survive uh, and provided the clicker to Alan Wake. Uh, so did is the end of Alan Wake, did Thomas Zane, did that ending of Thomas Zane's come to fruition? Was Alan going into the lake? Like everything, that was that was Thomas Zane's final ending, everything except the shoebox? Well, I guess not because they know about Bright Falls and yeah. Alice no, Wake. Yeah, I don't, and... No, I feel like at the time it was like pre-Alan Wake mm. that he wrote himself out of existence yeah because he goes deeper into the he disappears deeper into the dark place right and and and, and everything around him does and and it uh uh there's an eruption called right, like a volcanic call, eruption exactly, in, in which, 1970 which i think is him writing them out of existence mm. and then yeah and then the shoebox survives because he wrote that the shoebox would survive it might be worth just a very quick note uh thomas zane was a poet went to cauldron lake his wife drowned yes. uh emile hartman this is really interesting in the 70s emile hartman convinced yes. him to write his wife back into life yes he did she came back but the dark presence was in her it wasn't actually her it was the dark presence right uh, which is where it led to all this craziness. Mm-hmm. And, and, then and that was Zane, what Thomas Zane wanted to write out of existence. Yes. And to make that happen, Thomas Zane wrote, an author named Alan Wake will come and he will do all this crazy stuff to save us all. But then Alan himself started writing. And that Thomas Zane, you <laughs> found out about Thomas Zane and now Thomas <laughs> Zane is back. It doesn't make any sense. I love it. But it's it's very good. Like Alan Wake describes, it's a worm through time, an Ouroboros, a snake eating its own tail. Yes. It's this cyclical thing that never begins yes. or ends. It's a flat circle. We've watched... A lot of fiction. A bootstrap paradox. A bootstrap paradox. <laughs> we're all the wiser for, for having watched Dark that now we can we're we're able to understand this stuff. I've a really I love all this shit. Yeah, me <laughs> big too. big smile on my face. Uh let's see here. So so that that was all a real arc around in twenty twelve, which is fascinating. I didn't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. I oh my god, would I have ever been into that had I but known. Yep. Um and so yes, this, I love that this they're taking is... this objectively bad game, Alan Wake, yeah. and and making it like a part of yeah. this whole history that I can respect. And and even like explaining away a lot of the what initially felt um, maybe even were just plot holes. We're like, wait, yeah. if Thomas Zane writes Alan, Alan writes Thomas, that what? Mm-hmm. That can happen. It's because yeah. Alan Wake's going to come back and tell you like yeah. time's not linear. That's right. Then... <laughs> That's how everybody knows your director. Yeah. Uh, Darling thinks the board only controls the bit of the astral plane that is near it. This becomes important because later we will go to the astral plane and not see the pyramid. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're always within eye shade. Eye shade. Eye shade. <laughs> uh, you're always within eye shot of the pyramid whenever you grab an object of power. Yes. Uh, and if you look really far back, you can see the top of it, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, we see Former on a real to real machine. Somebody, one of the astronauts, somehow got footage of Former, but we mm-hmm. see this big eyeball monster that at first you're like, oh, I don't really know. Which that is, is like a whole weird thing because it's not cameras. It's like monitor. They have to come, uh, they do these dives. Yep. Uh, and then they yank them out, and then they have to sit in these chairs, and they just build the images out of their brainwaves. The chairs that the, like, flying hiss enemies, the ones yeah. that sit in those weird, they look like hair salon yes. chairs, those are the brain the parapsychology machine chairs. things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they just, look like electric chairs. They totally do. Yeah, they look like brain sucking machines. I don't know yeah. what cartoon I'm thinking Something of. Something unsettling but, about yeah. them. Uh, Jesse has to recapture an astral spike that broke loose in research. Mm-hmm. These are those crazy. They they don't really exist in our plane, so they're just this like crazy force that throws right. things around and, and kills you and kills you if you get yeah. too close. Yeah, I call them a brain fugue or astral spikes. Uh, Jesse finds and binds the X-ray light box, which gives her C's, the uh, mm-hmm. control power. The mind control power. Um, and the board in here indicates that they choose whether someone can or cannot bind to an object right. when Jesse's binding to the box. And and we this is again reinforced in that if anybody other than the director touches the service weapon or the hotline, they die. Yes. So the board very much seems to have direct control over right. objects of power. Yes. 
Uh, Jesse meets Marshall, and Marshall is completely unfazed that the dead trench is speaking to her through the hotline, because you're like, oh, Trench. Marshall is fucking cold as ice. She, she literally said, he's like, uh, I think Trench is dead, but he's still talking to me through the hotline, and, Mar- and Marshall literally just says, makes sense, uh, <laughs> implying, maybe, that she knows how the hotline works. Right. She's the director of operations. She is? If anyone is going to know shit other than the director, um, or head of operations, she's head of operations. Yeah. If anyone is going to know shit other than the director, is your head of operations. So. She knows about the, quote, back door into the foundation that even the board doesn't know about. Right. Uh, so maybe she knows how the, yeah. how the hotline works. I think she is a great character for, like, the... I know the most now. Now yeah. that the director's dead, I know the most. But she's not spilling anything. No. And she's grabbing her gun, and she's like, "I'll go deal with this." Huge machine gun with that like big circular ammo thing on the top, right? And she like she she's uh, as friendly as she. It's not like she's a bitch to you, the character, but she's no nonsense. Exactly, and I feel like there's she probably has a very big sense of like this new director i'm i can i can handle this yeah the new this new director doesn't know what's going on she doesn't know uh like she's obviously got the powers but she she's his first day in the house or however long this game takes place um i'm gonna go handle this and she handles a lot of shit yep and then eventually uh which we waited three quarters of a year for is just gonna go handle whatever the fuck is happening on the foundation yeah she's like you you handle the top if you can save things up here i'll save downstairs and we'll be fine yeah uh see you later uh, I'd play a fucking Marshall spinoff. So would I. Yeah. Um, you can you, you go through the luck lab here. Um, you can return here later for a side mission to unlock the gold suit if you want. I'm going to ask this question now. Okay. Uh, because this is my answer. If you worked at the uh, FBC, mm-hmm. where would you like to work? Because this is probably where I would like to work. You want to be in the luck lab? I think, yes. Luck and probability, yeah. specifically, is... Uh, I thought that stuff was like very fascinating. The stuff where they were like, "Okay, now try it with the fucking horseshoe upside yeah. down." <laughs> I definitely want to be research. I definitely want yeah. to be. Uh, I'd be. I'd be. I would want to be like Pope's understudy. I want to be. I want to have my fingers at every pie. I want to okay. have. Well, let's slow down. Listen, Mr. I want. I have a crush on Emily Pope. Yeah, no. I want to be your understudy yeah. and have my fingers in her pie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would like to sexual intercourse. Yes. Uh, no, I want to be. I don't want to be the director, but like I want to be Langston. Like I want to deal with Langston. objects of power, or like, like an under, like an under Langston. Yeah, yeah. An understudy of Langston. I want yeah. to deal with objects of power and like Work study at the Panopticon. Yeah, study yeah. like what makes them tick. How do you interact with yeah. them? I, you got to put them on pedestals so they feel important. Yeah, fuck yeah. The more important you can make them feel, the less deviant they'll this be. This one likes when you sing to it. <laughs> Anyways, here's my freestyle to theremin. <laughs> uh, In a way. Character of the year could just have been three control characters. Yeah, it should have been. Should have been, man. Uh, Jesse says that Polaris likes the HRAs. We see the HRAs. Polaris gives a little shimmer, and Jesse's like, "Oh, you really like those HRAs for some reason, huh? Mm-hmm. Weird." Uh, you know that? Nope. Oh, sorry. Uh, on the way to Darling's lab, so we're heading to Darling's lab. Uh, we see the duck, which uh, we can you can you can later enter and try to track down it's, the duck. It's part does of a side quest. Yeah, yeah. It gives very menacing, like, and you have to like chase him around. <laughs> Uh, there's a good recording there too about how they're like trying. They're like, we're gonna try. Let's try throwing acid on it now. All right, now we're gonna try a hundred thousand volts. And now we're gonna like burn it with fire. There's uh some bad, some objectively bad side missions in control. Yeah. Uh, usually, uh, find the f- find an area in a whole floor, uh, that has this issue, and then like shoot it. Yeah. Um, clear the mold. Or clear whatever. the mold. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Suck. Um, revive the plant. Like those little like just find and deal with it mm. suck but there are also uh like a lot of the the langston's runaways missions which is like a two-parter each of which has like four 
uh, different altered items, all of which do a different thing and have like paperwork associated with them. Uh, there's some really good side stuff that yeah. if you just mainline this game, you're missing a lot of very good stuff. Totally. And the, the bad side stuff is few and far enough between yeah. that. Um, even in the DLC, it's quick enough to like, ah, oh, okay, I shine the light. All right, right, let's go. I'm probably going through this area anyway. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. They give you the fast travel to get back and do the stuff, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, pa, 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 pa. Just finds the HRA making machine. Yep, she mm-hmm. she goes to drawings lab. They have to get HRA production back up. Is their is their objective right now? Yes, people need HRAs. That's right. Uh, they find the machine in Darling's lab. And you solve a little puzzle to turn it on, and they turn it on, but the black rock prism explodes so jesse has to go down to the quarry threshold and find mm-hmm. a new black rock prism um we learned that black rock is paranatural lead yes and so they took huge chunks of it there's a very funny document about how like the sizes of the slabs they want of black rock because you see them in firebreak yes. those massive yeah, walls they're like, fucking huge and there's a there's a list or a document about how like there's no way we can we can cut these and move these yeah. what you, it's fucking stupid <laughs> like what are you saying uh, but apparently they figured it out because yep. they built all this fire. And you like see like like the fucking lift uh, just going through like carrying big slabs like out of sight in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, there they go. <laughs> uh, in the quarry, also there is a city that is just only mentioned. But mm-hmm. apparently, one time someone went down here to the quarry, they found everyone was just staring at the city and could not be like roused. Had to be physically dragged out of the threshold right. until they came back to it. And do we like? For me, I assume the city is in the same threshold as the quarry. Yeah, so did like, I. I feel like that's one one area, which, again, like everything on my second playthrough, after having saw seen all the content from Control 1, I was just like, I hope they deal with this in Control 2. I yeah. hope they deal with this in Control 2. I'd like to know what the city is. Sure. Like, there's a leave, lot of leave, stuff leave there. Leave a few. You leave a couple mysteries here yeah, and there. it's true. But uh, I, I think the city is in the quarry, unless we've never seen thresholds bleeding into other thresholds. Right. And they say Who the knows? quarry is a very stable threshold. Yeah. It's one that they've had for a very long time. Uh, thresholds are basically, there's a document where they explain it as like, they're on, like, realities are on different wavelengths. Yeah. Uh, and every now and then those wavelengths, as they move, they just, they hit the same wavelength and then mm-hmm. they kind of crash into each other. Um, they leak into the oldest house, Starling says. Right. And for a lot of them, it seems like it's very brief. Like, comes in, something fucking terrible happens, and then the wavelengths change again. Mm-hmm. But the quarry, it seems like, has been there for long enough to break, make the firewalls. Yeah. Which, or the fire breaks, which... Seems like they're keeping it. They're keeping it open. Yes. They have like kind of learned to stabilize certain right. thresholds, uh, and they want to close other ones, but but aren't sure how. Like the clock, yes, the clock, the clock one is there, and they can't figure out how it's to just get rid of it. Spilling clocks into the oldest house. I love this is as good a place to bring this up as any because it's kind of about the clock where they the, the clocks. Uh, some force was bleeding into uh, through the threshold into the oldest house and just found the first item it could mm-hmm. and was like, "This is what I need to be." A clock. And, yeah, a clock. <laughs> so there's just. Thousands of clocks, and there it is. Laugh out loud, funny. Some of the corners you turn, and then just be like, "Oh, there's fucking ten thousand clocks." You are literally room. swimming through clocks at yeah. parts, and like doorways are bursting open, and clocks are shooting out as the rooms are filling with clocks. And you're always like, because you get in fights here, and you just always know every time you hit uh, like throw, uh, you're grabbing a clock and yeah. throw. You're just throwing <laughs> clocks at them from every which way. And I love uh, this. Brings me to my point, which is I love my favorite part of control is like the. Uh, like with this particular incident, they're like, yeah, we had to take everyone, move them to a different floor. Yep. Uh, and like, we just closed them, that office off and that yeah, was all we could do. <laughs> just them trying to run a, uh, a bureau with all this shit going on and kind of the funny things that they're like, oh, it happens here. 
like there's a guy who's just fucking losing his mind about the pneumatic tube system because he's like we fucking like I, I want uh, I, I want my, my budget re- it's his expense report yeah, my expense report I want this put on my paycheck and I just keep putting it in the tube and then the house shifts and God knows where it goes why, like why are we fucking yeah. using these tubes why do we use these things that just fire our mail into other dimensions yeah and he says like wherever the fuck or fucking knows where <laughs> oh so funny and I just uh, love this idea like where like a bureau always has these complainers yeah uh, and just the things that they're complaining about seems so mundane because of how they react to them. But for us, they're like, that's so fucked. In the context of the supernatural, yeah, the, the, the collision of, like, bureaucracy and supernatural is hilarious yeah. to me. It's very, uh, like, portal almost. It's very, like, aperture science sure. in a way. Where it's like, this is just how corporate structure decided to handle yep. this fucking unbelievable thing that's happening. There's a great memo about how uh, an office's bathroom just shifted away. They yeah. just, they just, just was gone. And there's the memo is like, can we at least fucking find it? Like, we need, we, what are we going to do? We can't yes. go down 12 floors to pee or whatever. And then there's this guy who's taking inventory on like every piece of an airplane oh. where he, they're like, you got to check every fucking yep. nut and bolt. Uh, and he's Six like, million pieces <laughs> in an airplane. <laughs> you know how, many, how many pieces are on an airplane? Because I do. Yep. Human teeth. It's all fucking that person so well to, done. That person who had a story that was like, I got 3,700 boxes. You know what was in each one? A single human tooth. <laughs> that stuff's so good and it's my favorite part of control control. like i love the like the whole the the weird fiction side of it Mm. uh i love it but the way they kind of stuck this all and the correspondence back and forth with people are just like i laughed at almost every single one the correspondence specifically because they're always just two people complaining about some dumb thing that is only dumb because it is in this fucking weird world yeah uh it's it's very good yes Uh, Darling, we learn, uh, Darling has built one large-scale HRA, we heard about, that is, quote, there now, not really knowing where there is. Uh, He seems paranoid, though, in his video. He says, uh, we're about to be exposed to a different type of resonance. Hedron is communicating with me. He's trying to warn me of something imminent. I've been using every known method to analyze the data. Exposing myself to it. I'm seeing things and overcome by compulsion. It's it's not just data, it's, it's protection. It's benign. We are about to be exposed to a different kind of resonance. Hostile, viral, invasive resonance. That's that's what the Hedron resonance amplifiers are for. Taking the protection Hedron can provide us and keeping us from being wiped out. At some point, he gives the code to his thing. He says the, the code because Emily interrupts him in the video. It's like, what's the code of the whatever lab? Oh, yes. He says like, it. Yeah. Oh, it says it six, off camera. It's 665. Yeah. Six, six, yeah. Neighbor of the beast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get it? <laughs> you, you, get it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's here. But that's going to come up uh, later. Okay. Um, because the board will say 665 in a way that is very unusual. That's what the Black Rock Line fire breaks are about. The panopticon container uh, cells. Sorry to interrupt, sir, but I need the code for the quarry elevator. Oh, uh, Emily. The codes. Black Rock 665. Neighbor of the Beast. Get it? <laughs> 
we can do that again if you Darling says that uh, Hedron has communicated with him, warned him that the hiss is coming. Yes. Uh, and I'm I'm just going to read this now because I actually don't know where it falls, and I apologize for, for plopping this in anywhere. But there is a – you get a board call where they're teaching you about uh, – they 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 it seems like they're just teaching you that they control the board the the objects of power and they're like yes. we control the reins we objects of power uh, have um they they are uh they say objects of power are holders slash six six five which darling earlier says neighbor of the beast right um and then there's a whole conversation that we're gonna go into later but but keep that keep that six six five thing in mind yes because I will put to you that it is tied somehow to Chester Bluss and the Blessed organization okay. <laughs> In a way that See we're worried tie that, this all around. In a way that we're worried that Chester Bless is controlling the board, or something. Maybe not, not so controlling, sinister. but an agent of. Okay. Yeah, working for the board. Gotcha. Uh, and that takes us into threshold, which is the name of this next part. Uh, you do the. Let's actually stop for a, a quick break here. This sure. is this be a good spot for a quick little quick little break. We'll come back and uh, keep talking control after this. Let's come on back here. We are in the threshold. I believe the mission is called Threshold. Threshold. We're going to know all these thresholds. Uh, you do the Ranger training course. you got to beat it in 30 seconds. It yeah. took me a lot of fucking tries the first time. Like more than it should have. In a way that I'm yeah. like, I'm the director with fucking superpowers. You're telling yeah. me the Ranger... I've seen the Rangers fight. They cannot do this in no. 30 seconds. And fucking the guys who had to fucking throw these boxes five feet... You could only throw these boxes five feet into these things. <laughs> they would have had a real struggle. I can throw them as far as I want. Uh, yeah, that Ranger course, fucking hard, it turns out. Some very good uh, things in there where the guy who does the VO like didn't realize that was the take they were yes. going to use. And he's yeah. like, well, I want to fucking record it because he's giving me like, all right, like Ranger. threatening legal action. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I didn't realize that we were going to use those takes. So, <clears throat> so I, I just read this. Welcome to the Ranger field training course. The course must be completed in a specified amount of time. When you're ready to start, press the button. Is that all or... I always did love obstacle courses. All right, you finish the course, and then you find the safe, mm-hmm. um, which you bind. It's an object of power that gives you the shield. Yes. Um, and, and this is from the, the write-up. Uh, X-rays of the safe show that there's something inside of it, and blood leaks out from underneath the door. The thing inside of it is moving fast enough that you cannot capture a still image of yeah, it. Yeah, the images are always blurred, so whatever's inside leaking blood is moving. That's fucked. This is this is another thing that control does so well. Is it's like, They'll never tell you what that is. No. Like, they're just, they're they should. A, we know, no, I exactly. never want to know. Yeah. Uh, Jesse goes through the motel again to open up the Black Rock threshold. The pardon me, Black Rock threshold. Uh, she can hear people outside the front door of the motel this time, which is interesting. People are like, "Ah, oh, it must be closed, honey." Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. The only time that ever happens. Yeah. Uh, she makes her way to the Atlas Chamber, which is near the house that has a. It is a construct of the house, the Atlas Stone. Right. No one really knows what it does. Initially, they thought maybe it was like a model of the house, kind yeah. of. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't shift within the house. Right. Nobody knows what it and does. No one's ever seen it shift. But it does shift. It does shift. And it even when they're recording it, will only shift between frames. Yes, between <laughs> frames. Uh, oh, yes, here we go. This is where we hear there are areas in the oldest house where when the frequencies are right, other dimensions leak in. Uh, Blackrock blocks most of these frequencies. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we use it to block everything. Pope wants to make knives out of it. Pope is like, I told Darling we should make yeah. weapons, guns, every, ropes, knives. She's fucking ahead of it. Yeah. She knows what's coming. 
Uh, Jesse makes her way to the quarry. We find the prisms. We get that report about the uh, team who is just silently staring towards the city, which mm-hmm. I think is super interesting. Uh, Jesse again comments on how the HRA is the prisms. They must mean something to Polaris. Uh, and 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 I wrote down here. What is Polaris's link to the quarry? I wonder. Why do the we H- think Polaris has a link to the quarry? Yeah, like why the Black Rock prisms? Is that just kind of a? Uh, it just happens to be a material that works. Is there some kind of a? Is oh, there some kind I of see. a connection? Like the H- we don't. I never, she, like, I never got the feeling that Polaris had any particular connection to uh, the quarry. Hmm. Um, you, just, you just happen to need the prisms to make the thing that yeah. amplifies her resonance. Right. Yeah. I always thought it was kind of a, a separate element. That yeah, an amplification thing. Yeah. I uh, could be wrong. Could totally be wrong. I think I'm with you. Just yeah. just the. You know, poking the... Just checking. Just yep. throwing against yep. the wall. Uh, Jesse said... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Marshall tells Jesse Dylan is in the Bureau and is P6. He was being groomed to be the future director mm-hmm. as he had abilities beyond anything they've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and Jesse says... Of course he did. We found you together. We share a bond. Are you with him now? Which, like, that, that was, I think, the moment that I was wondering, like, oh, I wonder if Polaris can be multiple places at once. Yeah, so was I. Um, but it seemed, the fact that Polaris disappeared when she was with Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then later disappears from Dylan. Right. Makes you think that she's only capable of being one place at, at, at any one time. Totally. Uh, Jesse accuses Polaris of knowing and intentionally keeping Dylan away from her. Um, and, and we know that Jesse hasn't heard from Polaris, uh, again, from the beginning of the game, hasn't heard from Polaris in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it brings us to My Brother's Keeper. Uh, Jesse's making her way up to the Panopticon. There is a weird, so I put this on Twitter today, there is a weird yellow light. There is the yellow light of the light cord. Did yes. you see my tweet today? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just in a... It's that same, like... Area of the house. Exact shade of yellow. Yep, yeah. there's a shelter there. It's coming down through, like, a roof, kind of, kind of, it looks like a skylight, but it's just that white, maybe it's a light, you're not sure, like, you can't see above it. Mm-hmm. Um... It's just regular light through the other ones. There's yellow light coming down through that one spot, and it's shining on a shelter, and, like, I could not... I don't know if that's a bug. I don't know if... If it's just a little something for you to wonder about. Yeah, or... I have no idea, but there's a weird yellow light there that I'm so fucking obsessed with. Yeah. If anybody knows, podcast at TalkingReckless.com. <laughs> Holla at your boy. Uh, you pass a mold room on the way. We learn that the mold is uh, spreading into a, a house from a threshold. Mm-hmm. Um... Jesse enters the ocean view again. Uh, this time you can hear someone screaming in 223, and there's blood under the door. Uh, Jesse meets Langston. This is where we get our great uh, Panopticon Cell 69 joke, where the two rangers behind Langston just refuse <laughs> to laugh. Like, I don't see what's funny about that. Uh, we get Almost night. everything Langston says. Like, if not everything Langston says, everything that he delivers is just, like... I'm I'm laugh out loud the whole time. Yeah, the whole conversation. He's like he's like this dude that I've known for like 15 years. He's yeah. like my best buddy. He just talks yeah. real straight with me. And he just, like he get he gets the altered items in a way that I wish I got the altered yeah. items. Where he's just like, oh, he just yeah. Like we've said countless times, you got to sing to him. Yeah, like put him on a pedestal. Uh, so they feel important. That's There's right. a moment uh, which we'll get. I guess we'll get to. It. We'll get to it now because um, it's just a side quest. But the fridge thing. Yes. There's a guy on the way up. Philip. Philip. Uh, and he has to stare at the fridge mm-hmm. uh, because if he doesn't stare at the fridge, something terrible will yeah, happen. Someone and, has to always be staring at the fridge. Right. And we've seen letters uh, or, or documents at this point that said uh, the mo- this mom had a kid and the kid was staring at the fridge one day and then he was just dead. And the mom had to sell the fridge. 
Um, couldn't get the drawings off of it. I think the hotel the the the, the hotel collapsed around the fridge. I think that was the second guy. Okay, I the same fridge though. She, yeah, same fridge. I think she sells it to a guy, <laughs> and then the guy's hotel collapses, and the fridge is yeah, fine. It was like the and grand something that's hotel. That's when the bureau. <laughs> that's when the bureau gets it. Hello, is it, is anyone there? What are you doing in there? Oh, thank God. Look, someone has to watch this object at all times, or it deviates. My ship replacement never showed up. Can you help me? Damn. I can't. I'm sorry. There's an emergency. I'll come back, I promise. Okay. Okay, just don't forget. I can't stare at this thing much longer. Um, and there's a great moment when you, you're talking to this guy who's staring at the fridge. Mm-hmm. He's like, go, get Lang- go tell Langston that I got to get out of this fucking room. And you go down and you tell Langston and he's and you're like, yeah, there's a guy staring up the fridge. Fridge duty. Philip. I he's, forgot. But <laughs> he's like, Philip. Like he's trying to remember yeah. that Philip. <laughs> oh fuck. I forgot about fridge. Duty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's another one of those moments where it's like, yeah, somewhere on a schedule, like on a, on a time rubric, uh, right next to like clean the bathrooms or something. There's like, you're on fridge duty from seven to eight. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yes, and the fir- the first time you, you you can see him before you can take that quest yeah. when you're on your way to find Dylan still, and Jesse's like, "I'm doing something I'll else. Be right but back. I'll be right back." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he's been staring at it for like over forty hours or something. It was like thirty uh, hours. Yeah. He says, "Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely Which, over a day." Could so. you not? Can you not blink one eye at a time? I can with zero practice. Uh, like, yes, I can too. Right? So, do, you, do you not think there could be some kind of like agent training to like? All right, fridge duty training. You learn how to always keep one eye open. Right. Or, like, we made glasses that are, Darling made, like, they're, like, uh, uh, glasses that physically close and open eyes alternately if you can't do it for you. Right. Like, there must have been. Yeah. I'm just saying that the Bureau should hire me because I have a lot of good ideas. Contain that fridge a little better. I was also wondering if you, like, had, um, like, a camera on the fridge and then multiple monitors, mm. and then you could even, even at that point, Maybe the between, put a few people between on Between frames them. thing. It could, it could be. I, yeah, I, I don't know how that works. But between you and I, the point is... How much damage could it do between frames, though? It's just enough to eat a person. The, the person so. disappears, because Philip is like... But you're, like, you're in a different room, though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah, poor Philip. He didn't. Yeah. He almost made it. I, I, felt, so, I felt bad. So, I truly felt bad here. I was he like, says the I fridge failed. is doing something. He 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 doesn't even... He's he has time he, to react. Yeah, he's not like, I blinked. He's like, uh, Jesse, the fridge is, is doing something. Yeah, I always assumed that he blinked, and mm. that was what set that off. Yeah, but. stands to reason. But there's also like a weird moment where the like the door that you came in through closes. So you're kind of locked in that like little C room that connects outdoor to inside. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did, why did that close? Yeah. Is that just a video game mechanic or is Former there something is more closing yeah, the door sinister you. going on? Uh, when cleansing the fridge uh, and all the escaped altered items. This is very interesting. The board isn't present in the astral plane. There's no pyramid when you cleanse these items. Specifically, like the fridge, every single one of Langston's runaways, every single time because you fight former, you see former at the right. end of them, and when yeah. when former is present, but the only board pyramid is not the all the other runaways. You don't go to the you don't go to even the boards area. Yeah, right? usually you don't even some some right. of them you don't even astral plane, right. but cleanse, yeah, cleanse for them. for every not object of power that you touch and go to the astral plane, the board is not there. Right, which very much leads us to believe that and they former, don't give you powers. That's correct. Right. Uh, very much leads to, and and once former frigs off because you usually fight former and he goes away. Yeah, uh, the item calms down, the fridge calms down, mm-hmm. and Langston is like, "What do you mean you 
the what the fr- yeah. you fixed the fridge that's how you fix the fridge yeah and he's it's like oh, oh i just did uh so it very much seems like former for whatever reason is stirring up the altered items yes uh langston we got a good lot of ton, ton of info here we get knife rain which is very funny line of the sh- line of the game line of the game uh langston says that objects of power are bound to the astral plane but not altered items yes kind of indicating that former is linking itself to uh, altered items um and the board says it's building competition if you leave you'll be sorry slash dead and it threatens you against yes. working with former this Many- is, i think the most the board talks all game yeah. is in this one uh hotline call yeah where it's like like hot, the board's hotline calls are always like 20 seconds yeah uh and this is like the board's got some shit to tell you and about not choosing the former give you the business yes uh, Langston mentioned Sudden Stop, an Alex Casey movie. He mm-hmm. just says, oh, I can't believe I'm missing Sudden Stop, the Alex Casey movie for this. Uh, Alex, Sudden Stop is the sixth book in the Alex Casey series, which is the last thing that Alan Wake wrote before his writer's block. Yes. Uh, so Alex Casey, uh, Alex Casey, the movie series exists yep. in this world. We don't know if the, the book series, we exists. don't know if the book series exists. There is an FBI agent named Alex Casey investigating the Bright Falls right. incident. And there's a like very skeptical document from whoever is is writing the document who's yeah. like, Can't the fuck are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> Dylan has been hissed. We, we we find Dylan here. Dylan has been yes. hissed, but he is... You get a lot of stuff here from, from Dylan. And, yeah, I got all the dreams. Yeah. He, uh, he's different than the others. He's been affected by the hiss, but he's still... He can kind of come back. He can talk yeah. to you. He's not just doing the chant. Yeah, it seems kind of in and out. Yeah, something that when... when prime candidates get infected they still like jesse like trench maintain some part right. of themselves and it, you're right actually because for a while i thought that it was because of polaris the polaris that dylan, con- was, able that dylan to. was able to but you're right because trench did as well yeah and we have no reason to believe that trench has had any connection with polaris no um but you're right it was was the hiss a slow thing with trench too how did it, trench die like, shot, i know he, he shot, shot himself, himself but like was that a slow infection or was that it seemed like it because he him him and, and darling go into 36 beside 36b through the projector yeah darling brings back the hedron resident uh, right. resonance and, and learns all about it and trench brings trench hears something and tells darling but darling's like his medical record showed up fine we couldn't detect anything yeah but trench describes it as like a worm that burrowed right. into my brain uh and and after that he's like darling is gonna consume us all we need to, the hiss is the better option right like the hiss kind of convinces him that he yes, 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 hedron yes. is gonna consume everything yeah that is uh, a little tidbit from the part of the game that i did not get to the second time <laughs> so uh i wanted to fact check that because yeah i was very much i very much took that uh before you just brought it up as being like oh yeah dylan and Jesse are um, not immune to it, but can fight it off yeah. because of Polaris. But it must just be maybe the dictator, the directorship. Could be, yeah. Their their yeah. their their natural abilities, right? You might also not. Neither of these could be correct. There's no exactly, definite yes. answer. Worth, but worth I guess the one, like I feel like Trench had nothing to do with Polaris, as so far as we that, know. He so was in the slide could, though, where where Polaris was right because Hedron and Darling yeah. spoke so. Who's to say? Who's, Who's to, to say? say? Uh, I will say Darling does, uh, not Darling, Dylan does say uh, she didn't give me the powers, they were my own. Very mm. likely implying, I mean, what what else could he be talking about? Very but likely implying Polaris. that, yes, they have yeah. the abilities, not Polaris. Uh, Jesse says when he finds him, he's my brother. 
Or is he? <sighs> Dylan speaks in the third person. Um, he recognizes Polaris when Jesse speaks, and he gets very, very angry, yes. which lines up with... We, later, we find transcripts of him. Uh, he, he always wants the TV on. He asks his aides to turn the TV on yes. because he wants the noise to cover his conversation he's having with an invisible entity mm-hmm. uh, that is... He refers to as female uh, and is very, very likely Polaris because he talks about his sister and stuff. Right. Um, and, and so, we, the second time through, especially, you get the sense that, oh, shit, Dylan knows Polaris. Yes. And just the the, the timing of this seems very... Like, Polaris would have jumped from Dylan to Jesse mm-hmm. when things started going hairy, mm-hmm. and that's what set Dylan off to escape his cell and run roughshod for a little while. And it seems like Jesse would have just come straight to the bureau from that moment. Yes, which makes Polaris you... brought. There's a we later we hear a, a recording of therapy, a therapy session with Jesse's right. where she says, "I need to be somewhere very specific for a very specific time. Something important is going to happen." Yes, Polaris basically telling Jesse, "You got to be in New York." For by the time Trent shoots himself, yes. you got to be in New York. Yes, it's important. So it feels like, yeah, Polaris just came back to Jesse like before the game. Yeah, yeah, like right before the. Right. I don't know if the first time. Yeah, you're, it's probably not the first time you're talking to her because she's like, "This is gonna be weirder than usual." Mm-hmm. But yes, you. It's very quick. Yeah, Polaris has been gone for a lot of years. A uh, lot of double speak here in these dreams. Dylan, I love all of this. Dylan implies. Uh, or not implies, but just brings up, like, have you ever realized how weird it is that J- Jesse and Dylan could be boys' names yeah. or girls' There's names? There's so much stuff here where I'm like, like I don't even know what to make yeah, of maybe, this. <laughs> maybe we're the same person. And Dylan constantly refers to her as the only child, yeah. which is really weird. Uh, he says, she didn't give me powers. All the powers are my own, as I said earlier. Uh, but we also don't know if that's true. We also don't know if that's true. Yeah. Although I think everything Dylan says here is true. And also, that's, that's might your, not that's be your true. take. Yeah. Yes, uh, Dylan tells Jesse the bureau took the slide projector and used it, opening the door to the hiss. And he says that's the only thing I can thank them for, um, saying how like the hiss is the better option. Um, Dylan says he let the hiss in to get rid of Polaris. He tells Jesse the Polaris is using her. The bureau is using her. She's a puppet, which is not wrong actually. But it, mm-hmm. like that doesn't it goes with my suspicions of yes. like yeah the board is is using us. But also Dylan ever much so the puppet as well seems like, to he be. seems to be the if we're to believe that the hiss has some sort of agenda yes then dylan seems to be the hiss's puppet totally uh and and also there was a lot of time where i went down this this path keeping in mind like maybe dylan's telling the truth maybe polaris is the worst option maybe the sure. hiss is actually in some roundabout way trying to save the house they certainly don't tell us by the end of this game they don't, but yeah. I'm, I'm, by the end of the games, I am reasonably convinced that Dylan and Trench have both, because their perception's just inverted. They're like, the Hedron is going to kill us and consume everything, right. and whereas everybody else is like, no, it's the Hiss. The yeah. Hiss makes people crazy. It corrupts them. Yes. I very much think the Hiss is just warping uh, Dylan's perceptions. Uh, but Dylan tells her, he has to, Jesse has to see for herself the horrible secret of the Bureau. The Hiss is the better option, and he sends her off to the uh, Prime Candidate program. Uh, but if you stay and talk to him, he has several strange dreams to tell you about, and these are all several so fucking good. Yes. There's one where he's one person named Jesse Dylan Faden. Yes. There's another dream where he became the director, and he got Jesse an office assistant job, but the dream wouldn't end. But then it shifted, and it was a game, and it did end, referring to the fake ending that you see yes, later. Yes, this exact thing happens. Yes. Uh, he dreams that he freed the hiss from the house, and it infected the president, and the, the president of the United States was the first to take it in, and then, and then the world took it in. Yes. This, this, could have been, this could have been our fifth JFK assassination reality. 
<laughs> Everybody go watch uh, uh, the Umbrella Academy. Yes. Uh, and play Black Ops 1. Yeah, tell me about the numbers. Uh, Dylan says he dreams he was in a dark place. Yes. There was a dark man there. Have you played Quantum Break? Uh, no. Okay. This now is Mr. Book? Neither have I. His name was Mr. Door. Mr. Door. <laughs> there is an untitled note you find in Quantum Break, which refers to shifters. People who... Because Quantum Break is about timelines yes. breaking, and there are people who can... Um, it's not really clear. They They... Whatever illness that like Crone, someone has like time traveler illness basically at the okay. start of that game, I think. And then the whole time travel is like, we got to cure this time sickness basically, okay. and that's how they break time. I'm not really sure having not played it. Uh, but there is a concept of a shifter, which is someone who uh, can be in multiple timelines at once. Like can, what you play a shifter? Do you play? E- yes, maybe. I'm not actually not sure. sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. But like, I'm trying to think of like a. Uh, pseudonym. Someone, someone who is in multiple timelines. Ati might be a shifter, sure, right? Multiple yeah. timelines seem to exist beyond our reality. Yes. You find a note uh, about shifters that says, uh, quoting here from Quantum Break, uh, became a, dot 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 became a shifter. Became at once everything and nothing. Was everywhere and nowhere. Died countless deaths and was still alive. My every probability, every possibility happening at once. I strive for humility, even as I shift this world from one state to another. I will make this possible. I stand in between. I don't see myself as a gate. I remain humble. I'm something smaller. A hatch. Mm. Or, so is a lighthouse. Or I put to you, not a hatch, but a door. Oh, or a door. Yes. Mr. Uh, door. Mr. Door. And Mr. Door told Dylan there were many worlds side by side on top of each other. In one world, there's a writer who wrote a story about a cop. That's Alan Wake. Yes. In another world, the cop was real. That's Max, Max Payne. Payne. Door himself said he was in all of them, endlessly shifting between them. But Mr. Door didn't want to help Dylan bring the his sin. He didn't like the idea. No. What does that mean? I don't know. That is so amazing. Like, so we Dylan do- ran... Because I think... Uh, uh, he play, what's, what's his name? He plays Zavala in Destiny. He... I don't know the actor. Yeah, he's, he's got a real, yeah. real deep voice. Yeah. Uh, it's unpr- His name is unpronounceable. Okay. I guess... Uh, Mr. Mr. Ali. Okay. I know his last name is Ali. <laughs> um, I think he is Mr. Hatch from Quantum Break. Okay. Maybe... Don't tell me I need to play Quantum Break. This game kind of made me realize I need to play Quantum Break. Fuck. Yeah. It's just his one line, too, wasn't it? Well, and like <laughs> Beth Wilder is Courtney Hope, yeah. and they run into each other, and. Fuck. Yeah. Well, put it on the list. Anyways, we're if on I can way- play through Alan Wake, <laughs> I can get through Quantum Break. <laughs> we're on our way to the Prime Candidate Program. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, we found a research document that says objects of power translocate anyone who makes physical contact to the astral plane. Yeah. This is widely believed to be due to the redacteds, the board's affiliation with objects of power. Not every individual is allowed in the astral plane, which indicates the redacted board evaluates who can and who cannot enter. And then it goes on to say, isn't it weird that the surface weapon and hotline kill you? Mm-hmm. Clearly the board are controlling these somehow. Yeah. Also, by the end of this game, I could pretty much fill in every redacted, except for, like, the joke yeah. ones in the middle of the page. Yeah, which... me uh, me too. The uh, Even just the way, like, once you play through it once, the way that you can come back and start a second playthrough and just, like, you can see all the words where yeah. it's like, oh, I totally know what this is about. I'm a pro now. It's very, very smartly laid out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that Trench started the Prime Candidate program in case the Bureau suddenly needs a director. Makes good sense. Uh, P1 through 5 were false leads. P4, I believe, is Alan Wake. One of the, well, Alan Wake is yes, a they prime do candidate say somewhere. That, say that, yeah. uh, P6 fell into their arms, which is Dylan. Yeah. We learn here that uh, a little bit of backstory about Trench. At some point, just like Alan... Well, not just like... Uh, so I was going to say Max Payne. Uh, Max Payne, obviously, uh, his wife and, and daughter killed mm-hmm. by... 
Valhalla? Was the gang Valhalla? Was the drug Valhalla? I don't know. The gang killed his wife and daughter. Wife and daughter died. The gang That's the drug. <laughs> you know, and then he always talked about rain on a dark night. Then he became a poet. That's right. Um, we learn here that Trench, the actor and voice actor that plays Alan Wake, brought something home with him from the house that made his daughter sick. And his daughter died, and his wife left him. Trench okay. wanted to bring Darling. Trench wanted to bring her to Darling to to figure out whatever it was, uh, but his wife wouldn't hear tell of it. Uh, so same but different. Yeah, same but yeah. different. He lost his wife and his daughter, and that becomes his like. Oh, now I just do, and I just have the house. This right. is it. Now I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, grinding up pain pills in the time for right. bed. Uh, we learned that Dylan has quote Northmore level readings, such potential. Uh, this is in a, a video with Darling. There was an incident where Dylan apparently killed somebody, and uh, in a transcript, we can hear uh, Dylan talking to an invisible entity, saying, "Stop showing me her. You both left me here to rot." Very likely talking about Polaris and Jesse. Yeah. Uh, we learned about a few w- uh, AWEs, Bright Falls. The Bureau interviewed Alice Wake at some point. We'll come back to that. The wife of Alan. This is the bad redacted. This is the bad redacted. Yeah, <laughs> blank wake. Yeah, blank wake. And then <laughs> or no, 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 sorry, Alice, Alice redacted. Yeah. And then Mrs. Wake right yeah. after. Uh, we learn about. Sorry, uh, Jesse finds the bureau was watching her as she suspected. She always thought she was paranoid. She always thought she was being watched, and yeah. she finds out that they were. Yes, it's they like never... a control versus uh, whatever the opposite of control is in an experiment. Your uh, your control oh, yeah. variables variable. Yeah. yeah, where it's like control Dylan. And watch him, and then let Jesse be the variable. Yeah, they never get into touch with her. Even yeah. though Darling tells Dylan she can come to the bureau too if she wants. To. Yes. She's a prime candidate, but right. they never they never get in touch. Which it makes you wonder how much uh, Darling knows about Polaris, because it's basically like, well, she's never gonna come, yeah. unless Polaris brings her here. And right, right now, I assume Darling doesn't know about. Polaris. I th- yeah, towards- she knows about Hedron. Yeah. But- yeah, yeah. It's I don't know what his level of I don't know what he knows. Neither do I. Yes. But I think I don't know. By the end of it all, he might know quite a bit because he leaves you that dynamite recording yes. in a dream yes. in the in the motel in a way that like like you wonder if he always knew Jesse was going to like if Polaris was always going to bring Jesse here yeah. and Jesse was always going to be the answer to the hiss. It seems like he might. It seems like yeah. he might learn that real late in the plan. Right. And then he's like, oh. After he's gone full fucking bad yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, they... We're now we're well into... I have not played this stuff in in a year now. Okay. We are, uh, we are past my what I got up to. So we are learning... We are hearing these therapy sessions of Jesse's. We are learning kind of about her past. We learn the, we're learning about the ordinary AWE right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn that they often play in the dump, but this time... They found a way in deeper, and she says, like it had shifted. Something happened in the dump. Something, mm-hmm. be it just random act of God right. or whatever, something brought the slide projector to Jesse. Right. Something shifted it into the dump. Right. Uh, she recites a poem by Thomas Zane. By Tom Zane. So they, they call him Tom they Zane. They call him Tom Zane in this universe. And Alan Wake, they always said Thomas Zane, yes. right? And these are like the differences, like okay, the, the movies... Uh, instead of the books, like yes. there are, because in Alan Wake's universe, he's a poet, and right. Jesse calls him a poet here and recites a poem by him, uh, where she says, uh, "I think I wrote it down." Uh, Beyond the shadow you settle for, there's a miracle illuminated, which is the last lines of the song that Barry Wheeler wrote to save Al. That's the song that Barry wrote to save Al in Alan Wake. Oh, 
also a neat uh, little tidbit um, that I actually read about this going down a small rabbit hole uh, about Alan Wake, uh, the end of Alan Wake, or not the end of Alan Wake, but la- later in Alan Wake, the uh, the girl, the cop, the sheriff, I can't remember her name. Is it Estevez? I thought it was a girl. Yeah. Is, is, is it Estevez a girl? Estevez I thought is Estevez a, was a, a guy a in, my, in my readings. Um, it totally might be. Or Breaker? Sheriff Breaker? Might be Sheriff Breaker, too. But it's whoever the, the lady sheriff is. Mm-hmm. Um, gives, like, a list of, like, random phone numbers to, uh, to I think, Barry. And she's like, just start calling all these people and tell them what's going on here. Uh, and I can't remember. I'd have to reread the thing, and I'm kind of half-assing this. Uh, but it's very much believed that those are the like contr- the bureau station. Yeah, at uh, at uh, Cauldron Lake. I'm trying to remember. Is it you're right? Estevez Frank, is the Estevez is the agent who's on site. Who's like you're in charge of looking after yeah. Cauldron Lake and watching for AWE at the and, very end. They're yes. like, well, Estevez is on site. She should get back to us. But uh, Frank Breaker is I don't know between Frank Breaker and Sarah Breaker are the two. The Breakers. One of them, I think Frank works for the FBC, and his daughter Sarah is the sheriff of Bright Falls. Maybe one yeah. of them. One of them works for the FBC. Okay, but and the other one is obviously the sheriff of Bright Falls, yes. which I think is Sarah, because that's one thing of it was definitely a girl. Um, and she has a moment where, like, while her and Alan are heading to do their business, she gives the fucking list to Barry, and she's like, "You got to call all these numbers. This is fucking the whole list of numbers. Just keep calling them and telling them." What's going on here? That's in Alan Wake, or is that in control? That's in, in Alan control? Wake. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because I remember that from Alan oh, Wake. Oh, shit. And it's like totally unexplained until now. You're just like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Phone she just, numbers? Give, just gives him a list of numbers and be like, call these numbers. Maybe Sam Blake was planning this whole fucking... Maybe. Do you think they just have like... Or maybe that list of numbers was literally at that point like... Oh, it's like... The fire department. It's like the fire and department. And the ambulance. And, and then Sam Blake's like, no, no. It's the fucking FBC. What the... F- Man... Sort of blew but my mind. That sort of, that sort of blew my mind. Uh, I'm very much with you of how much of this was it. They claim it was all planned from day one, but like let's let's be honest here. The fact that we're asking is good. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Because I'm, there's a lot of get Hideo Kojima no has done some stuff there's where no, it's like there's no fucking no. Way. The arm psycho it's, hypnotherapy. It's stop bad. it. It's bad. The more you think about it, it is in bad, a way. Control is better. The more you think about it. <laughs> Uh, so she recites the poem by Tom Zane, and it yes. made me crazy they called him Tom this whole mm-hmm. time, but I'm glad But it's that- also a great little, like, like the fact that it gets that reaction out of you, because it's yeah. the same thing with, like, like, the books and movies, where it's like, wasn't he? A- I thought they were. I thought they were books. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, she, she says a poem, uh, and the therapist says there's no pope by that name, but there was a European filmmaker named Tom Zane who moved to Ordinary in the 60s. Hot damn. Keep that in mind. Okay. That might be Ati. It's not. It doesn't seem like it should be Tom Zane. It's probably not Thomas Zane, right? Although, who knows? Because we're also going to see someone who claims to be Tom Zane who looks exactly like Alan Wake. Yes, in the AWE. And so. then that Tom Zane also says "Kippus," which is Finnish which is for Finnish. "Cheers." Yeah. And who do we know who speaks Finnish? Uh, Jesse says she feels like she lost a, a piece of herself uh, in this thing. Um, and, and the therapist is like, well, yeah, you lost your brother and your parents. Of course you do. And she's like, no, not that. Something else. And she names Polaris. She says she lost Polaris after this event. Polaris went away. So right. we know that wherever Polaris is. This is the junkyard event. Yes. With this the, is, with this the is projector. The therapy after the ordinary AWA. Oh, I see. Okay. So These she are... has since lost Polaris since that. Yeah. Since after, after ordinary. Projector. FBC yeah. came and took her brother, cleaned it all up, and Polaris went away. Right. Presumably uh, to Dylan. 
Yes. Um, but she also says she has to be somewhere very specific at a very specific time. Something important is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Jesse makes her way to the ordinary AWE research site where they brought the entire dump into the house. Nice. I audibly lolled the first time that I saw, of course, Darling made them bring the entire dump. Yep. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the videos in Darling's lab here show him looking really rough, like bags under his eyes. Uh, we learned that he set up the dimensional research, a whole new sector, just to investigate mm-hmm. the slide projector. Uh, we see another video of him looking really beat, where he says Dylan's a lost cause because he killed. There was another incident where he killed somebody, um, but he's contained now. Uh, so basically, they locked Dylan up after mm-hmm. he, he kind of didn't work. Um, video of him explaining the HRAs, where he's got his whiskey and it like falls off the thing, and he's yeah. like very down. He's like, oh, you'll it'll be quick and painless. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, there's a counter essay about the astral plane in his mobile office, uh, which is in the in the dump uh, that uh, supposits if. Ob- what, what if objects of power were never linked to the astral plane to begin with, but had that connection forced upon them by the board? Isn't it strange they require such direct physical contact? Isn't it strange the service weapon or the hotline will harm anyone that isn't the director? Mm-hmm. Which I love, because yes, yeah. you should be asking these questions also, darling. Uh, just to get to the Is ash- this oh. uh, Darling's counter-essay or uh, counter-essay to Darling? Counter-essay to Darling. What? Yeah, Darling's thoughts. Yeah. Uh, just to get to the ashtray maze. Can't get through it with find Ati. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been locked with a, a object of power. Even yep. Trench doesn't like using them. He used the cigarette in the ashtray. It's a great uh, little bit of game design that they bring you right by that door uh, in Central Research uh, while you're uh, slumming around doing other stuff. Mm. Uh, and you it, can get into oh, the yeah, maze you, before and, there. And I think they want you to yep. get into the maze. Which I totally did. and was like, I can't fucking figure this out. Um, fun fact. Bit of a bit of a sad reveal for me. Not 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 emotionally sad, but like I was an idiot for not really getting it and not even really thinking about it. I didn't know why I was called the Ashtray Maze after my first play. Uh, I always called it the Ashtray Maze and yeah. was totally I was like, Yeah, that's the Ashtray Maze. Yeah. But I don't think I ever found the the document that said, Oh yeah, it's literally an ashtray that's making the thing. Yeah. I think you might get it right after you do the maze. Might be one of those ones you do the I, maze. No, it's it early because I got it on my second playthrough. Oh weird. Yeah. Weird. Um, but yeah, it is physically on the bottom of the ashtray. There's a literal engraving of a maze. Yes. And whoever is bound to the ashtray maze uh, can set up the maze and allow and certain anyone who they they say yeah yeah it's like uh, that thing from Harry Potter. The thing from Harry the room requirement. Like, no, it's like the secret. Like if you're a secret keeper, you can't see the house. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Unless you unless someone tells you. Uh, I guess that's more like the house. Uh, oldest house. It's like the old yeah, the oldest house. Yeah. Uh, she has to go find Ati. She can't make it through the maze. Um, but Trench says over the, the, the hotline, I let Ati and the select staff through. Uh, we find that Ati has gone on vacation, but he trusts his assistant will take care of the house. Does he let Ati through? He says he did. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the, in the thing he says. I was I. always of the mind that Ati got through because of his Walkman. Uh, uh, oh, maybe. Because... May- no, you might be right. I, yeah. mm, for some reason... I did, not I... See th- I did not get to this a second time. Though. Yeah, I watched... I don't know. Mm, you might have convinced. Maybe he doesn't because Ati does have the song. Right. Yeah, maybe Ati's. Maybe he just says my uh, select staff right. through, which I was just assuming meant Ati, but you're right. He has the, the song. He seems to have his own ways about. Uh, Ati's on vacation. We get a real strong. We're following these visions. We get a real strong link to water here. Um, Ati is a Finnish folklore hero mm-hmm. uh, called the Islander. He's a fisherman. Uh, Ato is a Finnish god of the sea. Mm hmm. There may or may not be something between them. Right. Nobody's really sure. Plus the all the whole overarching theme of uh, the ocean, the not a lake, it's an it's ocean. Not a lake, it's an thing. ocean. Oh fuck! I didn't even that yeah. one was lost <laughs> on me till now. Shit. 
Shit. Shit. Maybe Ati is just capital G God. I the more so I did when we did we did our whole uh, game of the year thing. I think Ati was actually the guy who made it on the list for yeah. character of the best year. best new character. Yeah. Um. And I did not actually like. I thought there was something about him, yeah. but not capital G God. I feel like the more I've played, the more I think he's getting closer and closer to capital G God. Where it seems like, like he's, he's the just guy, nudging every event. He could also be he's Mr. Like, Door. Totally. Yeah. He's putting everything in motion. Right. Oh, f- fuck. Like, he exists over everything. Stop it. Yes. He can't be Mr. Door. Stop <laughs> it. Oh. He seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't think it's a good idea for Dylan brain. to open the door. That <laughs> just broke my fucking brain. Uh, so we see all these visions of water and and things. Uh, and after the AWE DLC, we will learn, if you do all the side missions, you get a postcard from Ati that says he's gone to the town of Watery, Washington. Yes. Which, if you look on the maps in Allen Wake, is right across the river from Bright Falls, and Fuck. just a stone's throw from Cauldron Lake. It's on the maps in Allen Wake. Watery, Washington was always there. I did not know that. Ati has gone on vacation to Watery. I put to you, Brandon Lynch, because yes. he has to go into Cauldron Lake to meet Alan in the dark place, which is where we see him, uh. posing as Tom Zane at the beginning of AWE. We'll get there. <laughs> Fuck time! Time is a flat circle. Uh, well, this kind of makes sense. This is this is like chronological. Right? Ati has to leave. He's going on vacation because he's got to go get to fucking Cauldron Lake so we can see him in the DLC. Oh, I thought you meant he's got to go back and be Tom Thomas Zane. No, he's going right to now. Start Alan Wake in the game. Oh no, no, he's going. He's going. Okay, right, well, no, that makes more yeah, sense. May, okay. Maybe that whole meta thing also. But yes. <laughs> no, no, he's he's leaving the oldest house right now to go to right. Watery, Washington, because he has to go to Cauldron Lake, right. so that he can so show he can up have in the that, spiral like, room. Side by side, or not argument, but discussion with. Yeah, you can put Alan on Alan his path as Tom Wake. Tom Zane. Tom Zane. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my brain is slowly melting. Uh, <laughs> oozing, oozing like a balloon. Yes. Uh, Jesse goes back to the motel, finds Ati's old friend, the clog, again, has to clear him out. Um, eventually follows these visions down to the foundation, mm-hmm. down to the crossroads, which leads to the. We, we see the thing that leads to the foundation, the carving. Right. Uh, has a tree etched into it. Obviously, a lot of allusion to uh, Yggdrasil and mm-hmm. the Tree of Life and old gods and, and so on and so forth. And you can. This is where they put the foundation if you haven't beat the game, right? I think this is when you get access to the foundation yeah, as that, DLC. Yeah, that stone is the thing that, yes, you, you, right. you physically have to go to that stone. So right. This will be the first time you see it. Yes. But I think, like, like we played the foundation DLC. Uh, after the fact. After the fact. Yeah, but, but I this, feel like this is when you get the mission yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and Nati gives you his Pony Walkman, which uh, he says, uh, the song on it is a present to you from my friends. And is by mm. the old gods, which yes. are Odin and Tor from yes. Odin Tor Anderson from uh, mm-hmm. Alan Wake. Other my my friends, we think Ati is an old god. It's kind of I don't know. I, I I thought for a while here maybe Ati was like Loki or fit into that role somewhere. Sure. Where like where is the and, third brother? And and he's a we know he's a trickster and all this, but could be jury's jury's really out on that one still. Uh, the song gets you through. We know the old god songs have power. They're they're artists. They made that song at Cauldron Lake where artworks mm-hmm. of art are real. And it gets you through the hotline. Also, if you reverse this song, I never knew this until this DLC. Yes, if you I, reverse I read the about song, this. there is a crystal clear, and I'll put it in the spoiler cast when we get to it. There's a crystal clear message. It's just numbers and like it is not like you know you like reverse the Aussie records of old. And it's like right. yeah. it is just a voice being like uh, seventeen nine 
one, yeah. seven. Like, it is a clear, crystal fucking clear voice. And it even says other things about how... Yeah, there's it words, like a whole too, poem isn't there? Yeah. It has that, that, that thing about the, the, the Thomas Zane poem I read earlier. That's, you just reverse that song. Apparently, that's in there, that's and is the clear. solution to a puzzle in AWE, which is madness. Hmm. Uh, the board says we have the hotline, the house slash tree. They call it house slash tree. Which, okay, yeah, tree of life. It so grew from the foundation. They also say we are there. We have a door there mm. because we will later later learn, and I'm pretty confident about this. The nail is how the board is connected to the oldest house. If there's no nail, it seems like the board might not have a purchase right. in the oldest house. That's the foundation. Uh, Trench of the hotline tells Jesse they used the slide projector. Trench himself led the expeditions through, even though he was director. Uh, everyone who survived was deeply affected by what they found there. What Darling brought back it changed everything. Uh, but I did find my meaning in that desert, he says. A sound like a needle drilling in, cutting through the containment suit. Darling said it was nothing, but he's wrong. Man got hissed. That's the hissed. Yep. The first hissed. Uh, Jesse finds uh, where the Bureau opened the door mm-hmm. to slide 36B. Uh, Polaris is just on the other side of the door. Yes. Polaris is just closed. There's a big HRA on the door. Um, Darling. So when Darling and, and, and Trench went into slide 36B, that thing that Trench was talking about, what Darling brought back, he brought back Hedron, the source of the revenants, mm-hmm. the resonance, pardon me, a living organism of considerable mass. And they built the container for it. We don't actually see it, but we just see the container, I assume. Right. Um, and sorry, what's the HRA on? It's not it's on, on the, the door. Okay, I thought and it was on the organism in my memory no, for some it's reason. It's on the door locking that out. And you have to like rip these four locks off. Right. Falls off. And as soon as it does, the hiss start attacking Hedron. You know, like, oh shit, the big HRA was to lock out the hiss. Right. Uh, we see Shirtless Darling, who is fucking ripped. That dude yes. is over 50 in real life and yeah. is just built like a he's, brick he's looking shit house. Right. I'm Dr. Casper Darling, and this... This is my final message. It's not the end. But after this, I won't... I won't... I exposed myself to Hedron Resonance fully. It, it is... It's changing me. I... I've seen... Shown so much. Slidescape 36 was where Hedron stopped the spread of another. It's, oh, it's terrifying. It really is. It's another source of resonance. Trench was exposed to this other. It will now spread. I've done everything I can to stop the Hedron Resonance amplifiers. I I don't know if it'll make a difference. I I, I won't be here when it happens. I, I should have told him anymore. 
I'm being sent one more lesson. Something wonderful, I think. Fuck. And that's the last time we see him, other than the dynamite. Where did the fuck he go? I don't know. He knew he was Where going he... somewhere. Yeah. He totally knew. And then he talks to us later from the hotline. So Darling had a plan. Darling yes. somehow. Hedron, Polaris, and Darling like, yeah. knew. Yeah. Darling, I think Darling has more information than I believed he had, even after my first playthrough. Um, Exposed himself fully to Hedron. Who knows what he learned? I wonder, like... So obviously they've 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 left themselves countless options for a sequel to this game. Oh yeah, uh, which we'll get more into. But like, I wonder if maybe I've just been watching too much dark. <laughs> but like, what if he is Ati? Sure. What if he starts the? What if he becomes the guy that can walk all the planes at once? Sure. Yeah. What if he just made himself into a shifter? What if he yeah. quantum broke himself? That's right. I don't. Yeah. What if? What if this is all just a story Alan wrote? What what if and like this is just the, Alan Wake two this part like, one like what like that and we're gonna get into it that seems in like remarkably likely in a way that like Alan woke uh, Alan woke uh, Alan Wake wrote all this didn't he no or you don't think so no no he we'll we'll kind of go into that because I okay. I also there's there's a very big question mark of like did Alan Wake actually write Control to get himself, to, to lead to him getting out of right. uh, Cauldron Lake? And I don't think so. Okay. I think he's involved, certainly, but yes. I don't I don't think it's all an Alan Wake story. Or a uh, Thomas Zane's. I don't think it's all a story that someone's writing. Right, okay. We'll get to that in the uh, DLC. But even if it is, like... Even if it is. What, what does that mean? Like, he's writing reality. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Reality's a simulation, but we're held to the simulation, so who cares? It's not like it's just going to all disappear. Oh, what if it does? It's not a lake. Uh... Where are we here? As uh, as Jesse gets... So you have this big, dumb combat, which sucks ass. So hard. God damn it. They added this dynamic difficulty thing, which is cool, and I made myself invincible for the next times I played through oh, it. Yes. Uh, that last fight's a real meme. Um, but anyways, you fight they the... Put the they give you a better checkpoint on this one? No. 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 They give you a better checkpoint on Mold 1. Okay. That's which something nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I died a lot of times in Mold 1. Um, the hits start attacking Hedron... Uh, just has to do this big fight thing up. As she gets close, the chamber collapses and it falls to the ground. And Jesse is like, oh my god, what happened? It's all... We're fucked, basically. And fake credits start rolling. And like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, the organism fell? Just the... the the What I'm assuming is the shell, the container. Because we okay. just see, like, the stone... Or maybe it is the actual organism, because he says he named it Hedron based oh, on the shape. I can't remember this at all. But it looks like a dice. It looks like a 12-sided dice. Yeah. And it's a big stone thing with pipes on it, and it, like, <laughs> floats up, and it, 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 they're, like, control point relays. They look like those satellites are, like, yeah. shooting red beams into them. You and this cleanse is them all. Yep. Yeah. You gotta cleanse them all, and it keeps floating higher, and the pillars keep getting higher, and yeah. more hits keep spawning. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. That's and then you, you jump up to the very top. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna fly over to it, uh, and the whole thing just, <laughs> falls, just falls to pieces. Okay. Falls to pieces. And Jesse's like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then fake credits start rolling. Um, and like there's a little there's like a red like she she starts getting infected by the hiss you see mm -hmm. the the live action it's all red and she's like ah I'm being torn apart this is another reason to maybe think that the hiss can affect her because of Polaris and not because of her natural abilities because this is kind of when Polaris yes. hits the hits the floor it, little, little column A little column B maybe maybe because at be. this at this point when 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 Hedron falls every HRA in the house stops working right which we learn later which is so that's it, fucked it's super fucked no. presumably and again, we don't really know what happens. Polaris g g goes from Hedron into Jesse, kind of. Is is This was all a way to activate Polaris 
into Jesse right. somehow. This is, so are we to believe that Polaris has just kind of been talking to Jesse? But Yeah. Okay. But has been in the hedron, in the hedron. until now, okay. which fell apart. Now it's in Jesse. Uh, but anyways, you get these fake credits. Jesse's in a monochrome office, stuck in these Monday tasks over and over and over mm. and over. It's like the Dylan dream. Exactly like the Dillinger. Yeah. Um, eventually, you get the director's mail taken to Trench, seeing Ati along the way, who seems to be aware of the loop. Ati is like, "Hey, keep keep trying. This is no. fucked up." Yeah. Um, and you take your mail to Trench. Uh, a trench is mailed to him. Uh, first time you see Dylan shooting Jesse with the service weapon, you're like, "Well, this is weird." The whole thing loops again. This time, Trench lays out his entire plan. He literally just says it to you. He's like, I'm going to go to the research center and use the slide projector. I'll let the hiss in. I'll turn it on. I'll bring the hiss in. I'll fix this. I can hear them plotting against me. We've been invaded, corrupted. I've lost Darling. He was the first to go. He's been exposed to Hedron's resonance controls him now. He controls everyone who wears the amplifier device. I ordered them not to use the damn things. They didn't listen. Hedron corrupted the Bureau. They'll never be people again. They're either dead or they're monsters. I'll stop them. I have a secret ally. The Nostalgia Department. I have my own slide for the projector. I took it. A memento. In ordinary. After the girl burned them. It's burnt, but it'll work. The hiss will save us all. Uh, and again, he describes how something got into his ear on that first expedition. It hurt at first, but then it didn't. Uh, he describes them clogging the drain with the janitor. Only sometimes the janitor is an old god, and sometimes the clog a fish. Like, he's very much flipping between realities yeah. or whatever is happening to him. Uh, Jesse sees herself shoot Trench. Darling calls on the hotline at this point. Uh, and this is where we get this this call from Darling. Uh, the only time this ever happens on the hotline, he's yelling like he's like an old man who's never used the phone. He's like, I have a message for the director <laughs> of the Federal. And is this the first time he talks on the hotline? Yes. He, okay. This is the only time he talks on the hotline. Right. Then you, you don't get any more in the DLC. Not from, not from not from Darling. Okay, good. No, only from uh, Alan and Marshall and the board. Yes, uh, but yes, he's he's like clearly sounds like it's the first time he's used yeah. whatever he's doing to right. communicate on the hotline. Which again is like, well, he's wherever he went, yeah. he sort of knew this was going to have to happen. Right. He, he's Maybe probably he just not just dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to believe <laughs> Darling is still out there, uh, and, and, and he tells her to get to his office. He's like, you got to get to my office. You got to find the end game. Uh, she goes to Darling's Did office. called the end game? Yeah, he says the end game. Hmm. Goes to Darling's office in this dream. It's all monochrome. Yep. Uh, there's a light cord in Darling's office. She okay. flicks it and goes to the motel, which is not monochrome. Now it's like, whoosh, it yes. looks like we're in the motel as we know it. Yes. Uh, and she says about how uh, the motel connects even to dreamscapes. If this is my dream, why shouldn't it lead me where I want to go? Gets the keys, goes back to the oldest house, through the oldest house door, the, mm-hmm. the inverted pyramid one door. Of the, one of their very clever puzzles. That's right. Um, oh, that's a lie. Actually, she does. She does not go through the pyramid door. Pardon me. Okay. In in uh, room two, two, three, two, two, four, two, two, five, the last room on the left, she, it's unlocked. It has a picture of her on it. Actually, she opens it 
has like her director picture on it. She uh-huh. opens it uh, and she finds a vision of herself floating with Polaris around. And the subtitle is Polaris Jesse. And Polaris Jesse says a bunch of it's almost like the hiss chant, but it's like, oh, you it's not the hiss chant. It's okay. the Polaris chant or whatever. Right. Um, and and yes, yeah, she says this, the motel is a place of power that connects even to dreams. Uh, in one of the other rooms, we find Dynamites, which is the music video that Darling left us. Very good. It's very good. Also has a bunch of different darlings in a way that in this world of different actors and different Alan Wakes and different doppelgangers. Yes. I wonder if that's significant or not. Well, and it's also interesting because we mentioned the Dynamite video being like a a clear moment that Darling seemed to know a lot about Jesse. Mm -hmm. And maybe he didn't know until he got wherever wherever he got (laughs) what Jesse was. Because that would make more sense for like... I, I forgot that you found that in such a spot as the motel. I thought mm-hmm. you found it in the oldest house, um, which this makes much more sense. Because in the oldest house, it basically means for sure he had some connection to Polaris who was telling him that Jesse was important. Yeah. Whereas maybe he doesn't know Jesse at all. Well, he knows her as a potential candidate, but maybe it's not until he goes wherever the fuck he goes that he realizes like, oh, I got to Jesse's important. I should make a dumb music video about her. Yeah, I, I... I'm sure the music video is significant, but I yes. cannot figure out how to save my life. I mean, it's significant for us regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's moment of the year. No. Should have been. Or maybe just retroact. Let's go redact a lot of oh. those fucking <laughs> old ones and put new ones in. Uh, Jesse makes her way finally to the slide projector, and when she goes to cleanse it, she finds herself in the astral plane where Dylan is attacking the board. Dylan looks like he is shooting a laser into the giant pyramid. Okay. Like, oh, that's weird. That's a fucked up thing to do. Why is the hiss attacking the board? Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, Jesse tries to, uh, uh, sorry, before this, the, uh, the board overclocks your abilities. I like to me from the information I have, I feel like it's, it's not weird for him to be attached, attacking the board. Might be like, a little weird for be... unless you know something I don't know, but for me, it feels like the, the board and the hiss are at odds. Totally. Yeah. But we and the hit, we and the board might also be at odds. Right, but so maybe we, the, maybe we're, maybe, we're maybe speculating enemy, that maybe enemy my enemy. We're speculating that the board might be a problem. It's a little yeah. more than enough characters are like right. Exactly. We won't let the board know. But as Jesse, we're like the board might be a problem. Yeah. Whereas the board versus hiss seems like, to be well, a hiss very is definitely a problem. Yes, the op, like so. I feel like Dylan hates the board. I feel like that is that is a certain Dylan himself hates the board. Yes, I think, and I feel Dylan like the hiss the would hate the board. I I don't really uh, yeah I don't know I don't know how the hiss I don't know if the hiss does feel again I I totally sure. think the hiss is like a force I think all the intelligence and stuff is just we I'll go back to my T Rex analogy I'm yeah. not saying emotional hate yeah. but a this needs to go for me to survive an instinctual an instinctual thing I I I was under the impression that it felt like the board is like hey the hiss is bad we mm. this is a problem and the hiss is like if we are to survive and. And, and flourish and flow, the board is a problem. We got to deal with the board. And But there's also a faction of people. Like, doesn't in... the hiss try and get to the spike in yeah. the foundation? Yeah, they do. Like, I feel like the the hiss is trying to fuck the board. Yeah. yeah. And and we later learn that maybe that's not the worst thing. Maybe, maybe, right. and maybe I'm not... the hiss and I, maybe we and the hiss are actually allies. Right. And I'm not saying uh, on the on the morality side, I'm just saying that it feels like it makes perfect sense for Dylan to be attacking the board uh, yes. on behalf of the yes. hiss. It, it yes. is weird in the sense that as we are trying to draw faction lines and like who is working towards what and to what end, yeah. uh, 
the board, the bureau, and the hiss seem like three factions that are all at there's like a three way at odds. Everybody hates everybody. Everybody wants to control the house. Nobody wants anybody else to be there in the house. Right. Whereas I think in my head I had it as a two way thing, not a three way thing, mm. where it's like the board and the the bureau mm. as we know it are That's what the board wants you to think. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like the board and I think the board and the bureau are both bad. Oh, and you think the hiss is like the good the well, good I don't guys? Like, <laughs> I think they're both um I think the board They're both liars. Yes, I think the board is manipulating the bureau to do its ends. Right. So yes. I think the board as much as you want to call sides, I feel like the board and the bureau are combined in their in what they want. Uh Whereas I, I, I think, feel like the history. I think is, they have been in the past, but Jesse is real. Like, Northmore went with the board. Northmore and Trench were like, if, yes, board, board, board. And Jesse is the one who's going to be like, no, nah, maybe, maybe board's not the way. Yes. If you, if you, if you're, when you say, yeah, F, FBC, you're referring to Jesse now? Because there's, the there's only been, yes. a, there's been an FBC for a long time. There's only been a board since like the, since they found the gun, since the 50s. Right. So there were, there was an FBC and directors passed, but there was no board. Because the first director was in the 60s, wasn't he? It was, Nor- it was, it was Northmore. I think, yeah. it was the, I think it was the 50s or 60s, yeah. yeah. But it was, yeah, Northmore. They went down to the foundation. They found the nail. Right. They went away. They came back. They found the service I guess we're going to get into this with, on the, a pillar. With, the, with the foundation stuff. Uh, it's, worth, it's worth talking yeah. about when it comes up. It's tough. Yeah, it's, t- it's tough to keep motives, motives in line, totally. I guess. Um, but the board does not seem to care about you, the director. Right, but we never got like you're right. We're it's more than speculation. It mm-hmm. seems like something up, something is up, but it doesn't seem like a line has been drawn in the sand where Jesse has been like the board's a problem. We need to deal uh, with the board. I think that line is drawn in 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 foundation. I'll, I'll okay. tell you where I think that line gets drawn. Okay. Uh, we see the fake credits. Uh, she does all that. She delivers the stuff. Yada yada yada. Uh, Sees all the visions. Goes to the motel. Find yourself, Dylan talking the board. The board overclocks your abilities for the last battle, which is the thing of like, why didn't you guys just do this? And they're like, well, reluctantly, we're going to give you the full power. Here you go. And they seem very reluctant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse tries to cleanse Dylan after you fight through this thing, and he uh, goes into a coma. The portal's been closed. This is the end of the, the, the like ending cutscene of the main game. The portal's been closed. House still in lockdown because the hiss are still inside. So she's working with the plan with her team. They got to they gotta track them all down. Um, some some dialogue. Your reason to keep playing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, some dialogue you can get after the the main campaign wraps up. We learn that the HRAs all went out when Hedron broke, um, but the HRAs are now relaying a new source of resonance, which is Jesse herself or or Polaris in Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a side mission with Kojima, which I totally missed until yeah. AWE. Yep. Me there too. is a side mission in the extrasensory labs. Um, Guided isolation, it's called, where you go into an isolation tank and Dr. I wrote it down, Takui. Yes. Would uh, you find a lot of paperwork about how he um, was selling, I think, like hypnosis tapes? Yes. Um, that would help you, like, get over, like, smoking or whatever it was. Um, and it said, and saying that even when he just talked to you, it seemed to. You seem to be under some sort of power of suggestion. Yes. Uh, and he was also being considered for a prime candidate. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, shit. He so, was one of the P's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, if you go into the extrasensory lab, you can go into the tank. And the Japanese VO is literally Hideo Kojima. Yes. Uh, and God you, bless him. Yeah, get some English kind of going along with it. It's a neat little thing that I did not know existed. Also, nope, the breakable walls that show up in AWE, they're in the game from the word go. They're, I feel like they're I in the saw, base game. I feel like I broke through some walls yeah. in the base game. They're always behind a portrait of a broken wall, yeah. it turns out. Huh. Did not did not well, know yeah. that. 
Uh, Foundation DLC. See how we're doing for time. Oh, yeah, we'll be okay. AWE is actually pretty fast. Uh, Foundation DLC. The hotline rings. Board says there's a crisis in the Foundation. They've opened the door there. You gotta go save it. Uh, You go back down to the crossroads. The carving you found there takes you to the Foundation now, which looks like a threshold with red. It's got red sand, red iron flakes. And we learn that the first group into the Bureau, they uh, found the Bureau, and then they found the Foundation, and they immediately all went down to the Foundation uh, or, or not went down to the foundation, but a a massive house shift pulled most not, I don't know how many, a mm. bunch of them down to the foundation. Something that had never happened. It's like bigger, too big to be a regular house shift. Right. Everybody comments on because like a shift is like a room or two. Mm-hmm. This was a whole section of the house. Something, the board maybe mm-hmm. pulled everyone down into the foundation and trapped them there. No. Um, and that was one week after Ashes, who is Northmore's son. Mm-hmm. Trench's a lot son? about Ash here. Northmore's son. Northmore's. Uh, I think it's Trench's son. No, yeah, I think he's Northmore's son. Because right. Trench is the yes, Trench is the director who is always giving him shit. Right. Uh, Ash. They found the foundation one week after his father's burial, who apparently had been spending his whole life looking for this, and he's like, "Oh, what a weird coincidence." There's uh, no coincidence. Just not Northmore's son then. Northmore is in the in the in the power plant. I think it's Northmore's son. Then he wouldn't have had a funeral, right? Unless they fucking have yeah, a no, you're right. To, uh, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. It must have been before Northmore. Who's the director before Northmore? There is another one. Uh, let's just see here. Control because Trench, Northmore, and one more is the only three I can ever remember, and I can't remember one of them. Uh, Trench, Northmore. His name was also Ash. I know Ash's dad is also Ash. Let's see. Control. Again, the game is called Control, which is really hard to find. But uh, Control well, Director. Control Director Wiki. Might give me that. Yeah, Director for Bureau. Uh, description. I kick myself when I hear it. Theodore Ash was the first one. Yeah, okay. okay. Theodore Ash was yeah. the first one. Oh, his last name is Ash. Yeah, that oh, makes okay. sense. That's yeah. why they have the same name. Director Ash. Okay. Right. Uh, and it was in Unknown to August 64 was when Ash died. So 64 was when Northmore found the... Uh, service weapon right uh but uh, so yes he came down to the or they were sent to the foundation because you're just finding these recordings of his uh marshall calls jesse on the hotline jesse goes "Ooh, that must mean she's dead i only heard of the foundation when i became head of operations the very bottom of the oldest house director access only just the name alone is classified Zachariah gave me a tour the day I was promoted. Said I should see it for myself, to understand. After that, I snuck down on my own from time to time to keep tabs on the place. And on them. But nothing ever changed down there. Not even the walls. It's solid, permanent, different from the rest of the house. Of course, they were always watching me. I never stayed long. I'm not stupid. I have to stop the hiss from finding this place. I'm the only one who can. Talks about how she snuck down here with a back door that not even they know about. Doing something. For some reason, mm-hmm. while the board is preoccupied with the hiss, she says, she snuck down here to deal with the nail. I'm not really sure why she wants to keep out of the board's sight yet. Right. Uh, and there are also cave paintings we find all over the shows. What looks very much like a the board over some people with a, a director, a big person, little people. We find some later that have former and people above it and the pyramid above them all. 
Um, and we learn through the recordings, um, though these drawings look old, Ash has carbon dated them, and they indicate that he is actually older than the cave drawings somehow. Somehow the cave drawings are newer than, younger than Ash himself, who is okay. down here. And we later learn that he himself is drawing them in his sleep. He's not sleeping well. Yes. When he's been, quote, not sleeping well, he is sleepwalking and drawing these cave drawings himself. That's fucked. But hilarious. Yes. Uh, Jesse sees a person who she thinks is Marshall in the Foundation. Chases her. Ends up going to the Astral Bleed. Uh, we see some Astral Constructs who are, we learn later, Formers. Formers agents. Formers boys. Uh, and they fight the Hiss. Mm-hmm. The Astral Constructs do not fight us at this point. Right. Uh, Jesse finds Emily in the Foundation. There's a little bit of confusion. We talked about this earlier. It's how Emily Even came the down Astral here. the Astral Spikes will fuck up the Hiss in, in the main game. Will they? Yeah. Do they like? Do they seem like they intentionally go for him, or just like if the hiss get in the way? I guess the spikes no, never like go they, for you. Yeah, no, I feel like the it, there were there were times where I was far enough away that I wasn't drawing the astral spike. Yeah, and I was just watching through a doorway. You know, the, the astral spikes. You could always tell the gamified like line usually in a doorway where the spike would just like forget you're there because yeah. you're like oh it's oh it's out of my level now. It physically can't fit through this door. Yeah, I'm good. But you'll like watch <laughs> if you watch it, it'll physically go after the the hiss hmm even further lending yes. credence to this i totally missed that in the base game uh they have that synchronicity talk about how did you know i get down here whatever we find that the nail is broken the board uh, is told jesse to fix it by opening four locks in the astral plane when we touch the nail we get a flash of the founder very briefly just founder and then we're shown the board uh the board gives jesse two abilities to choose from Tells her she can only take one. She can have the grow crystals or shoe crystals, whichever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find a document about ley lines where Ash wonders if the nail is the heart of the oldest house or an intrusion into that heart. And Ash himself becomes very obsessed with the nail, even going so far as to build his own mini nail in his secret lab. This is young Ash? Yes. Yeah. Um, later, the... Uh, sorry, Ash tells us the foundation was discovered when a massive shift brought the house down. We learned that where they discovered the nail. The next day, they discovered the service weapon. It appeared in front right. of the nail. Yes, I remember that. Uh, it was a lure that someone like Northmore couldn't resist, they say. Mm-hmm. Seems very much a hook to draw in Northmore. Yes. Northmore was, likes guns. He's obsessed or whatever with the power. service weapon was. Obsessed yeah. with power. He probably wanted all the objects of power. Yes. Uh, we find the real the real camera down in the, uh, the the Action Max camera down in the basement mm-hmm. where you get to do uh, the uh, a Swift platform starring Jesse Fade. Yes, that's fun. Um, well, yeah, that's fun. It's, 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 it's okay. Yeah. It's neat. <laughs> we There's a little bit about Blessed Pictures in there who um, somebody who's using this camera for filming, uh, while filming, someone, this is a very common theme that we're going to get into with Blessed Pictures and, and the creation of Objects of Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to kind of get ahead of myself, it seems that Blessed Pictures created the Object Camera of Power. Right. In the write-up, you read that they were filming, someone died, uh, it created these films, and, and presumably someone dying on the film is what, cre- what, what changed it into an object. And this is kind of the first... The first time they mention it, but not the last, because they do the same thing with the fucking AWE train, mm-hmm. the Eagle. Um where they don't talk in the main game unless I missed it about do they talk about it in the main game about death creating AWEs? Oh, I'm so or, glad you asked, Brandon. Yes. Tell teach me, Matt Eads. I'm so glad you asked. Not AWEs, altered items. Uh okay, it's on the bottom of the next page. Jesse finds the real cam. Oh, hey, perfect. We're right there. Boom. Uh it's just like fun- I knew. Like I read the notes before the show. Yep, just finds the real, real camera, bless pictures. Uh who we learn are a paracriminal or we hear we hear about paracriminals yes. in yes. the It's AWA. a great word. Uh all right, here we go. I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna do the best I can here. Chester Bless. 
Chester Bless. He's a, he's allegedly Bluster. a man. Yeah. Blessed. He's allegedly a man. Uh, uh, Bless or the Blessed Society or Blessed something has been associated with a lot of AWEs and, and creation of objects power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chester Bless is first mentioned in the surfboard documentation. Okay. The altered surfboard. Uh, he was a public speaker and he talks about uh, his thing is, I'm sure I wrote it down. Because uh, uh, in the surfboard document, his speaking tour is called The Power of the Board. Okay. Which, at first, you're like, oh, the surfboard, of course. But we know of another board. Yes. And their power. Keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, Blessed Productions Long. was then used filming the, the camera when the actor died. And they tracked the cameras and the VHSs back to a P.O. box to Blessed Productions. The radio show, American Overnight, mm-hmm. was at one point sent the fondue set. Which okay. turned the producer of the show to... It was an altered item, uh, an object of power, possibly, that turned the producer to ash. It poof, vaporized oh, no. to ash. After which the FEC contained it. Mm-hmm. A P.O. box was traced back to Blessed Productions, where that fondue set came from. There okay. is some relation with an altered item or an object of power and people dying, and that changing or altering or, or making something there's some death has some link with these things or right. trauma or but is it all altered items or is it specifically altered items that bless blessed pictures has some finger in seems to be specifically items they have a finger in right. for now the you remember the jukebox from expeditions yes uh a mysterious company named blessed repair and service changed out the cds the day before the jukebox awe the one cd they put in was called a song for the others Yes, it then plays while you're going on your expedition. That's right. Who are the others? Uh, so glad you asked. I'm going to go back to that 665 thing that the board okay. said earlier. Uh, Darling says, 665, the code is 665, neighbor of the beast. Um, even, horns. Yeah, horns. Even before we, even before I read this, uh, in, in like Christian allegory, mm-hmm. neighbor of the beast could mean a lot of things right it could you know the beast means the devil obviously yeah. in christian allegory six, six, six. neighbor of the beast could mean you know something associated with the devil right could mean mm-hmm. something evil but it could also mean the opposite right the opposite of the devil sure something that is maybe blessed uh the board says and this is a weird one where you think they're trying to teach you about how the objects work but they say uh this whole call goes uh objects of power are holders slash six six five yes next line to the others slash blessing. This is a song for the others. Plus, we've also heard the board only ever says blessing this literally one time. <laughs> we hold the reins slash law. We are failing and translating hyperreal concepts. Secrets slash instructions will be lost. Ignore this message. <laughs> it ends with ignore this message in a, in a very unboard-like way. Yes. Uh, where it very much seems to indicate that... Or, or you can maybe infer that Chester Bless is likely an agent of the board even though he's working apparently against the FEC. We're, we're not really sure what his purposes are yeah but it sounds like he's very much working with the board if not the board itself if not an agent of the board right like the 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 six the 665 is too why would the board say 665 like it's it's far enough it's away from that yeah. thing that you wouldn't and blessed and and is not a thing you would ever say yeah well i mean y- you might say like oh the the objects have blood they have powers they have blessings maybe is that how, I, that's how you're loosely supposed to so. surface level interpret it i think right. but it very much the neighbor of the beast chester blessed all the blessed stuff mm-hmm. the board referring to them by name 
seems involved. And we learn more and more and more that the board is maybe someone not to trust. Jesse, by the end of this, is like, mm, we're onto the board, but we're not going to let them know that. We'll, right. we'll strike when they least suspect. Nice. Uh, Jesse touches the carving. She sees Former the first time, who gives her a cryptic message. And basically, it, you just get pieces of it. And it's like, uh, help, out, you can't really make it. <laughs> This is the founder? Yes. Who the fuck's the founder? The big eyeball dude. He's got one big eye in his head that like spins around. He's got a bunch is of... Is that the former? Uh, the former. Sorry. The for- did I say, okay, did I say founder? Okay. Pardon yes. me. Former. Yes. Okay, former. Good. I'm sorry. We're, we're on the same... We're in the foundation. I'm less confused. Yeah. Sorry. I might have done that a bunch. Yeah. Um, we learned that Northmore ordered everyone out of the foundation after he found the service weapon. He kind of went on this rant declaring every director before him a fraud. The board made him a director. Uh, he's the only one, including Ash's father, all this. Uh, and we learn later that the board... It's like there's been a lot of directors before him, though. Uh, I think I think there have been before Ash. I think the FBC goes back. We just don't have... I just thought... I thought directors specifically... I thought I read somewhere directors specifically started in, like, 60-whatever. Well, the... But the I might be wrong. The, the service weapon only showed up in the 68 so like the the true director right the one who i had thought the there had only the... been one director before the service weapon showed up but maybe, maybe? there's been tons yeah well maybe you're right because it only lists on that wiki it only lists well, on the back, uh, ash on, a, on the back wall of the exact in the boardroom yeah there's a lot there's a lot but there's i wasn't sure if they were all directors I, I sort thought, of assume they were, yeah. Because there's a picture that has it's like covered. When once you die, once your directorship is done, yeah. I assume your picture will go up in the in the covered one. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but there are a lot. Yeah. So maybe you're maybe right. Maybe there's been directors since the board. Yeah. Or, or si- since people discovered the oldest house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, North- Northmore claims them all frauds, and he says everybody out of the foundation. We learn later the board. Uh, tells him to get everyone out of the foundation. And he has several letters with Ash where he... Ash Because Ash stays. Against orders, Ash stays and hides in the foundation and makes this mini nail uh, and talks to to former. Mm -hmm. Um, But Northmore and him have several letters about how... uh, By by staying down there, you're saying you know better than me and better than the board, which is impossible, yada, yada, yada. Like, Northmore very much makes it clear the board has final say. Whatever the board says, do it. Board, 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 board. And it's... Yeah, it seems like the, the former... Yes. Um, when we're talking about our three-way fight, I don't know what the former wants. I think I might. Okay. So we get into that. Let's get into that now. Yes. Okay. Uh, we we're kind of leading. Nat is going to very naturally lead into that. Ash says he is staying behind in research to build something that is equal parts talisman and technology. Okay. We never really learned exactly what that means because we know he he invents the power packs, those battery things. He invents the control relays. He's talking about the mini nail. If you if you get all the cards and enter the secret lab, you find the mini nail, mm-hmm. um, which turns out that is that is what he's staying to make. Yeah. Uh, in his recordings, he says, Adam and the other id have shown me numerous inverted triangles on the cave walls. The id, this is fascinating. It's going to be former. The, well, the id are astral constructs. Yeah. The id, because Emily later is like, well, we used to call them id. We'll, we'll just call them astral constructs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or astral mimics or whatever she calls them. Uh, but yes, it must be. Must be former's astral constructs. Because the only astral constructs we've seen that aren't hostile are right. former's former's boys. Yes. Um, and the fact that one of them has a name, Adam, and the other id that are both talking to Ash and showing him stuff, uh, presumably through the nail, presumably former's speaking to him through the nail. We're we're really not sure on that part. Uh, but the id showing him things is is. Is the other one going to be Eve? 
Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't, <laughs> I don't actually know. Sin of knowledge. So Adam is cast out of the garden. Oh, dude. Mm. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> um, yes, former former showing Ash something, uh, and there's a conversation I'm going to get to once we actually meet him. But former warned Ash about something, warned Ash about the board, mm-hmm. and that I think is the event that that got former kicked out of the board that that made him into the former member of the board or whatever oh, okay. whatever he is. Uh, because we go into the conversation later. Should have brought a cork board. Yeah. Fuck. This I just got funny. too many notes. I just got too many. We'll, we'll have to go. We'll have to go through in order, or else I'm gonna get lost here. But All right. Don't worry. We're getting. <laughs> yeah. We're getting to the end. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Marsh calls the hotline. Says she snuck in the foundation through the back door. Luckily, the board is as distracted as the rest of them. She went to blow up the nail before the hiss could corrupt it. Okay. So she doesn't think blowing up the nail is going to destroy. Is it? She, maybe, either she doesn't know, or she or, totally knows and wants it done, or. It won't cause the astral bleed, and the astral bleed is actually not related to the nail at all, and is just the board Could being be. like, "You got to fix the nail, cause um, uh, there's mashing the astral plane into our plane or something." <laughs> uh, as Jesse repairs the second lock, we see former again. He says, "Danger, <sighs> director, board, broken, deeper, understand," and he gives you the second power, which the board is super not happy about. Wasn't my idea. Blame the eyeball. Former. Yeah, we've had our differences. But it is giving me something you won't. Former gives you the second power. Board calls. They say you're not listening to them. You are mismanaging the bureau. They're going to kill you. It's true. They're going yeah, to do much, much, now. much worse than kill you if you don't. Like they are just threatening you like children. Yeah. Um, the former then pulls you into a part of the astral plane with no pyramid, where here you can talk to the former or you can fight him, which is I did not know. Uh-huh. First time I played, I talked to him. Second time I played, I fought him. And if you fight him, you get a bunch of dope like combat mods and stuff. Okay. Uh, if you talk to him, he later sends astral. Uh, mimics to help you in the martial fight so it seems like you do like there will canonically you do not take the former side Mm, it is more you kind of do you kind of you kind of even fighting him yeah even fighting him okay i think he just doesn't help you yeah i talked to him as well so yeah first time my cannon playthrough i talked to him (laughs) first he says welcome speak uh hi there it was nice of you to give me something the board wouldn't. What are you getting out of it? And Forrest says, avoid. Nothing. Egress. Egress means leave. Mm-hmm. Void can have a lot of thing, a lot of meanings, but we know that former, like the board, is in the astral plane. L- seeing it, by the end of this game, with what we learn, we can assume former wants out of the astral plane. He wants to egress this void that he is in. Sure. And you know he, he was just telling us to leave? No, no, because the whole conversation goes on after this. So I'm just supposed to believe you're a particularly charitable, uh, whatever you are? He says neither. Both. Hungry? Hungry? I mean, yeah, actually, I'd love a sandwich or something. That's not what you meant, was it? Former says, right, panini, former, bored, abalone. Oh, 
Abalone is is like <laughs> it's a sandwich ed- metaphor. Abalone is like edible snails. It's like yes. edible seafood. It's yes. you. It would not high quality food. Yes. Panini, nice, crisp, high quality sandwich. Mm-hmm. Jess even said she wants a sandwich. Yes. Former says right. Panini former. Yes. Former is offering you the sandwich. I'm the board. Right. The board will only offer you abalone. The board will only give you. Gross. It looks like food. They're going to tell you it's food. It's not really food. Yes. They do not like each other. Are you part of the board? Are used to be? Uh, former says once. Split. Board. Blame. Okay. So you split because the board blamed you for... And he says, inside, beyond, nail, rescue, house, sun, warning. Gotta be easier to play charades. Do I need to rescue someone? As former says, no. I don't know what I expected. Listen, this has been great, but I have to go. Thanks for your help, and uh, stay out of trouble. Uh, former says, house, listen, nail, leech, burn, go. All right, let's let's look at those last two sentences. They're very important. Okay, uh, this feels like school. Yeah, a little bit. Former this says, feels like you are you are putting me through school I'm right tr- now. I'm trying to. Former <laughs> says, "Inside beyond nail rescue house sun warning." Okay, whose son would he have given a warning to? Whose whose son do we know? Uh, Ash. Uh, yes. yes, he's been talking with Ash. We know he has the mini nail. Right. He warned Ash something about rescuing the oldest house. Something about the nail and how Ash had to rescue the oldest house. Okay. The last line he says, house, listen, nail, leech, burn. You, you, if you have a leech on you, yeah, you, you burn, burn it off. Right. Like so the, nail the nail in the oldest house. Yes, Destroy the, the nail. Very much. The founder paints a picture of the board as this parasite that is latched onto the house through the nail. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, former warned Ash, like, no, the board is up to some bad shit. And that is what got former removed so know, from the board. Do we know why Ash made the little nail? Uh, presumably to speak with former. That is presumably okay. how he was speaking with former and and gotcha. Adam and the id. Um, because when you go down into his secret lab, there is an encoded conversation. <laughs> Power in here just flickered. Yes. Uh, there's an encoded conversation. Um, and and you find the little mini nail. And the the encoded conversation is Ash talking with someone named F, who must be there's the nail right, the mini nail mm-hmm. right there it must be former. Right. Uh. Let's see here. Astral Bleed's getting worse. Jesse uh, does the next lock. The board apologizes. They're like, hey, so we were just kidding earlier. Yeah. Sorry about that. You, we decided you can have both the powers. Don't mm-hmm. talk to the former. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we see another cave drawing of uh, the board above people, former below. It very much it could be interpreted as maybe former raising an army to attack the board or the mm-hmm. board attacking former with an army of some kind or yeah. like heaven and hell and us between uh, you can really interpret those a lot of ways. Uh, Jesse fixes the nail, finally, and the astral plane she's in starts collapsing. Former, it, like, the whole thing is... <laughs> former's like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Bored, completely silent. As you're running, it's like this warthog run where the level is collapsing up from underneath you. Uh, Sorry, this is after you destroy the nail. You, this is after you fix the nail. You do the fix last the lock. Yeah. The last, like, lock in the, that sphere that you have to, like, pop the pieces out and make the sphere a perfect sphere again. You can do that four yes, times. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. You do the. It's four- all coming back to me. You do the fourth one of those, and uh, the whole place starts to fall apart. Once you get out, the board calls you and says, "How embarrassing! 
slash astral fellows slash shades are acting very rude slash can't control astral entities promise slash fingers crossed very much imply and and also you get the call from marshall uh right here saying that she did blow up the nail then an astral spike came and broke her hra she would bet you a year's pay it was sent by the board the board immediately sends you a call that says uh astral fellows slash shades are out of our control when they're not in the astral plane okay well we don't believe that because they say promise slash fingers crossed (laughs) They're not very good liars, it turns yes, out. Yes. Um, just disregard this message. And and also, <laughs> yes, ignore this message. And also, maybe even they made the plane collapse behind you. It, it to me, sort of read like, because it comes right after that. To me, and yeah. Former's the one who's like, you gotta go. Yeah. To me, read like, yo, the board just tried to fucking tried kill to fuck us. us. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm and, with you and on Jesse, this line of thinking. Jesse says as much after, is like, no. man, fuck the board. We, she, in her head, in her monologue, the board's like, and she's like, yeah, fuck you too. And then at last, like, okay. <laughs> Uh, but Jesse's very much onto the board. Good. Uh, Pope says the nail is a piece of the astral plane, or maybe it contains the astral plane, or maybe both, but it's vibrating at an incompatible frequency with the house, and it's going to destroy both realities. Uh, this is where we learn that we drop down to the base of the nail. We learn that Ash has the one has been adding his own drawings to the walls, and we kind of suss out that he's, in fact, the one leaving them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marshall on the hotline says she blew up the nail, but the astral spike appeared. Yep. Uh, so hang on. The nail's not blown up. The the nail was, but we fixed it. Right, okay. Yep. Marshall blew it up, we put it back so this together. Is a message from the past. Yes. So was this a correspondent or a hotline call? It was a hotline call. Okay. Uh, so maybe it's not. Maybe it's a message from the present or the future. Right. That's, That's hard what to I was say. trying to figure out the... <laughs> it's a hotline call. Yeah, the, time, the time's implication on the hotline. Yeah, but they seem... The hotline call seemed to be in the past. She's like, yes. I blew up the nail. I grabbed right. every bit of C4 I could. Yep. Um, and, and there's a bunch here about how the board make themselves part of every important process, about how there's nothing that goes on without the board... And Marshall herself does not trust the board also. Right. And and clearly hasn't for a long time because this seemed to be like objective one from the moment she left you during the main game. Yeah. Where it's like, I need to go do something down below in the foundation. And it was obviously blow the fuck out of the net. I tried to get out after the detonation, but the astral spike came out of nowhere. I escaped, but my HRA was damaged. I'd bet a year's salary the board sent it. We never did see eye to eye. They have too much control over Trench, the Bureau, the House. They make themselves part of every important process. Nothing a little C4 can't fix. Two birds, one bomb. Uh, Trench says if the nail ever gets corrupted, it would be the end of the world. Mm. I don't know if she thinks about the consequences of destroying it or not. Right. And if, like, that astral bleed is a thing that just happens, or if the board makes it happen to be like, you gotta fix that nail, oh, jeez. So, but she, like, she, it seems like she went down there already pissed at the board. It's not like she got pissed at the board while she was down no, there. she went down there, because the, the her sneaking down through the back door is, she's like, the board is distracted. I wonder if she's had much contact with the former. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I also wonder that. Yes. Because uh, I wonder where she got her, I don't trust the board from. Yeah, I wonder if maybe Ash left, if she found something of Ash's. That, right. I, I hope we find out one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, tremors are getting worse, even though the astral bleed has been stopped. Uh, we learn that the hiss has corrupted the nail. Is that next? We have fixed page. Uh, there's a bit of dialogue here with uh, again Ash just uh, shit talking the board, saying we've been we've been shown the way into the house to help, but we've fallen victim to the same parasite as the others, referring to the board. Mm-hmm. Um, we find Marshall at the base of the nail, who has been corrupted by the hiss, which explains why the board isn't answering. And what's causing the quakes, Jesse thinks. Um, which is very interesting. With the nail corrupted, the board apparently can't communicate in the house. 
Jesse fights Marshall, cleanses the nail, board speaks again, tells Jesse to smarten up and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Jesse internally says, fuck you, and out loud says, okay. I need to choose a direction for the Bureau. It should be one that serves our goals, not the board's. Whatever those are, I need to lead my way. Uh, and then we see former in the crossroads outside yes. of the astral plane. Yeah, that's fucked. <sighs> that's fucked. So former is free. Former is free. Uh, whatever that word was that said leave. Yeah, aggressed. Aggressed. Uh, and then what happens with former? He uh, just, is that, like, he just disappears. Okay. No, he like whoosh vanishes down and you hear a light break. Stone Cold shows up. Right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So for so moving forward, because a lot of what I want to do for my own sake during mm. this podcast is figure out what what what's out there for Control Two, yeah, or whatever their follow up to this is. Um, and the former is presumably in our. He's in the house. I would assume in, in our world now. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would assume. Yeah, not trapped where he was anymore. Right. We we kind of get the sense, at least how I interpret all this, is yes. that. Uh, former warned Ash something about the the service weapon or or something about the board. They trapped it, former in wherever he's trapped, his little pocket of the plane, the mm-hmm. astral plane. Uh, and then you somehow are springing him out here. Right. Uh, I'm not really clear on the mechanisms of how he's getting out of there, but somehow through this process, former. Like, is... When do you see him? What's the last thing you do before you see him? Before you see him? Yes. Uh. Something significant. You just return to the crossroads. It's your right. objective is like return to the crossroads, and you just fly back up to it's that that really dark spot with the like pillars that go right. ceiling yeah, yeah, to yeah. floor. Yeah. Uh, and he's just way in the distance, and you see him, and then he whoo, goes I down. What we did. I wonder how Underneath. we freed him. I don't really know. Because we didn't destroy the nail. We did not destroy the nail. We repaired the nail. I hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We, Somewhere in my head, I'm looking for a reason why maybe ashes. Maybe the mini nail got corrupted, and there is so the as I understand it, the mini nail in Ash's lab is how former is tied to the house, or was anyways, and the nail is how the board is tied to the house, which is how Ash okay. was having his secret board, his secret former conversations, right? That that no one somehow knew about. Hmm. I don't know. I, I want to know why he's free. I want to know what how he got freed. Yeah, there might not be a good answer to that. No, that might, might be, be that might be one of those like oh well the locks it's the inverse law of. Yeah. Put something in, so something had to come out. Yeah, yeah. Synchronicity. <laughs> uh, that brings us to AWE. Yay! Uh, which, for this one, uh, most of this gameplay, we won't really go through beat by beat, because most of this gameplay is you go to a room, it's dark, you plug the power in, the guy runs, you go to the next room. Yeah, you're chasing Hartman around, Yeah, and you fucking you fuck him up. That's pretty much the gameplay. Done, yeah. But the cutscenes. Yes. It starts with Al calling on the hotline. Alan writes himself in to a distress call to call Jesse. Darkness engulfed the elevator. There was something there. A presence. Jesse Faden could hear it. A call. It was faint. Reaching for her from a dark place. Faden was sensitive to visitations. She had them all the time. From her guiding star and the previous director. She was the perfect receiver. As if she'd been made for this. Faden paused to feel it the force at play here. It was changing things around her, subtle, trying to make her act. Faden didn't like that. Her guide felt it too. Polaris didn't flare up in defense as with the hiss, so it wasn't all bad. Not a hostile transmission. It was powerful, but it was coming from far away. 
and made weak because of the distance. It was a distress call. Faden sensed a drowning man, a man desperate to escape. She sensed something else, too. A hunger in the dark, not unlike the hostile resonance, waiting. She knew that desperate acts can have grim consequences. It was this, more than the man's despair, that made her follow the call. The elevator lights went back on. The darkness receded like a memory. There was a new button on the elevator control panel. Investigation sector. Faden pressed the button. The elevator doors slid shut with practice bravado. Ah, uh, yes. Faden sets a drowning man in a hostile dark, not unlike the hiss. Uh, she takes the elevator down to the ruined investigation center where the lights all seem to be off. Uh... This one, this this DLC is mostly reports, yes. mostly reports and, and a little bit of lots audio. lots of reports. Yeah. Like there's so much reading in this, especially like early on. They put like seven, which I was like eaten up at this point because oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, give me all the give me all the info. And like immediately, I was like, the investigation sector that'd be a fun sector to work. Yeah, in. they're doing yeah. like internal investigations <laughs> right. out here too. Yeah, all like his it's darlings, like, it's like a watchdog for the federal bureau, but also like sending people out to yeah. the aWEs the like they they review like is the prime candidate program ethical and like, yeah. Yeah, we think it's okay we yeah. haven't found darling to be in any breach I'm just gonna hit some these are these are from some of the documents yes. um it's worth mentioning that riding down the elevator to the investigation sector uh you get a lot of good likes he's like what are you doing down there yeah. and he because he gets a one way you have to go to an intercom to talk to him so he can talk to you but you can't always talk to him yeah so he just goes. He'll just go. He has like 25 minutes of dialogue about his mm-hmm. cat, about his caretaker who has yep. to pay back for the food for the He has like a whole thing. If you got the time for him. Always. Uh, we learn from these reports an agent named Alex Casey from the FBI apparently asked for all the FVC files on Bright Falls. We talked about that a little earlier. Uh, the Bureau's been keeping tabs on Bright Falls, but something has been interfering with the monitoring stations there. The person who's the report says, eh, maybe it's raccoons, I don't really know. It's flared up three times in the last year alone, mm-hmm. so something has been increasing at, at Cauldron Lake. Uh, these are modern reports. These are very modern, yep. yep. Within the last, uh, from, from 2012 to now, most mm-hmm. of these reports. Uh, we learned that agents Grumman and Morales went missing in Keystone. And there's a little bit of talk of like, well, did they turn, maybe they're working with Blessed now, maybe they went like paracriminal and they mm. left the Bureau. They had a lot of paracriminal stuff in this one. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing they found in Keystone was a strange symbol of two overlapping circles with a dot in the middle, which is a, a motel symbol. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll hear more about that in sequels or whatever. We learn about the paracriminal organization, including the Blessed organization, which we talked a bunch about. Uh, and Jesse takes the motel, Jesse takes the court of the motel, which is dark. I think this is the first time it's ever been dark in the motel. Mm-hmm. The lights, it, is, it appears to be nighttime outside. Uh, she hears slash sees Alan in the spiral door, looking to be talking to what uh, appears to be a copy of himself. The other Alan calls himself Tom Zane, which at first you're like, ooh, Tom Zane, that's a weird... That's fucked. It's supposed to be Thomas, as I know it. Uh, he says that, because Alan Way, and Alan is oh, Tom Zane, the, the diver. Uh, Tom says uh, the diver was just a role he was playing. Tom says he's a filmmaker, an auteur like yourself, Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom says you need a drink. Goes over, gets Alan a drink. Says so. J- just so I'm clear, mm-hmm. Tom Zane is a filmmaker. Yes. Thomas Zane is a poet. Yes, but Jesse at one point calls Thomas Tom's, Tom Zane a poet, doesn't he? She says Thomas. Zane. She says Thomas. Okay, good. She says I will recite a poem by Thomas. So Zane. they are they are they are keeping straight with Thomas is a poet. 
Tom, Tom is Zane the is filmmaker. The filmmaker. Yes. Okay. Uh, although Tom Thomas Zane doesn't seem to exist in Jesse's reality because everyone's like, we don't know Thomas Zane. That does that. We know Tom Zane, the filmmaker. Right. Thomas Zane, the poet, doesn't exist. Where'd you find the poem? Uh, she just read it in her therapy. It was one of her therapy tapes. She read or it. Or she found it in the junkyard. She might have. There was yeah. a box of Thomas Zane's stuff in there. Yeah. The the shoebox with the clicker. Came, or it came through one of the one of the windows with the projector. Ooh. One of the two. Either yeah, one. They're both. They're both. They're both good guesses. Yep. Uh, Tom gives him a drink and says, "Which is finished for cheers." Yes. Which. Uh, he's Mr. Door. He's been- <laughs> Tom. Uh, Tom uh, tells Alan, "We found a way to escape. It will work this time." Because you remember Alan Wake, the darkness is constantly fucking with Alan's memories. Yes, he's, and he's constantly trying to write his way out of it. That's right. And he, yes. but he's writing like notes to himself because he's finding the pages of his own manuscript, being like, "You just have to do this." And and he runs like, "I just have to trust the notes. I can't remember why, but I just right. have to go with it." Uh, and yes, Tom Zane says, uh, "We found a way to escape. It will work this time." Mm-hmm. And then Tom kind of disappears in a weird thing. A lot of disagreement on who Tom is. He yes. could be. I mean, Sorry, is this the internet discourse? Yes. Okay. My, I very much, like he says Kippus, I feel like it's Ati or someone who wants right. us to think it's Ati. Right. Um, he could be Mr. Scratch because Alan even says, I have a doppelganger out there. Yes. I, I, I haven't seen him. And Alice Wake is seeing Mr. Scratch every night. Right. <laughs> but uh, it feels like in this conversation, Alan also does not think this is Mr. Scratch. That's right. Because Tom right. says, oh, yeah, uh, I, I'm dealing with him. Tom says he's dealing right. with Mr. Scratch. We, uh, we never got an ending to Mr. Scratch and Alan Wake, did we? Uh, what happens in American Nightmare? No, he's still at large. I did not get past the main game. I think he's still at large in American Nightmare. Okay. Um, I would never get past the main game. Yeah. He later, the doppelganger. Kippus. Kippus, yes. Because we do know there are darkness doppelgangers. We know there's yeah. doppelganger Alan. We know there's doppelganger uh, Tom's wife. and We do know there are darkness. Essage? Uh, might yeah, be a different maybe. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the mirror, but that's yeah. similar. Shadow Link. Um, <laughs> or so so maybe maybe Mr. Scratch. Maybe Mr. Door. Like right, maybe these 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 weird entities we've heard about. Sure. Um maybe Chester Bless for some reason. Maybe there's some sure. weird whereas who knows? But I mean it's probably Ati. It's probably Ati. Ati is the logical guess. He's on vacation. Yeah. He went to Watery, Washington, timing which is just sense. a fucking stone's throw away. He said Kippus. He said Kippus. Lake, Ooh. god of the god of the god of the ocean, right? It's not yeah. a lake; it's an ocean. Right. It's probably who empty. else could get in there? Who else could go see? Well, them? maybe Mr. Scratch. Could. Mr. Scratch is of the darkness. But he I feel probably like could. I feel like Alan Wake would know Mr. Scratch. So do I. Uh, I feel like he'd be able to look at him and yeah. be like, "No, fuck you." Maybe Mr. Door could. I think Audie is Mr. Door. I don't know if I buy that one. I'm uh, capital think, G God. I think Ati and Mr. Door. I think Mr. Door is a mortal who made themselves into a crazy time traveler. Which yeah, could make be you a capital yeah, G right, God. Uh, Wait. W- where am I? <laughs> Stop it. Diver <laughs> just never turn finish. Kippus. We don't know who Mr. Door is in real life, do we? Like we don't we, we never saw a picture of a no. Mr. Door. Okay. No. There is a Mr. Hatch in Quantum Break who right. we're assuming is Mr. Did finish? Door. No, he's uh, uh, Zavala. Oh, right, right. We went through this whole... Al calls on the hotline again and tells us that Hartman dove into the lake like Thomas Zane and Alan before him. Um, The darkness corrupted him and he was captured by the FBC. And so I've I've kind of put this in order of events as it happened. Yes. This might be as we discovered. Alice Wake visited 
the FVC because she was getting nightly visitation. She'd been there a few times, right? Interviewed mm-hmm. because of the Bright Falls. Uh, she came because she's getting nightly visitations for someone who looked like Alan Wake, but was just a screaming ghost. Right. Very low, almost 100% Mr. Scratch. No, yes. Because Thomas Zane even told That one checks out. Thomas Zane even told Alan, like, no, this, this is what other people will see of you. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll get to know him, not you. Yes. Um, and when she was at the Bureau, it threw, Hartman could sense her. Uh, and since Alan threw her, she's a conduit. She'd been to the dark place, Alan says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it threw him into a rage. He broke out, killing everyone he could. FBC sealed the sector, locked him down. The hiss broke out and changed Hartman to something new. The sound changes the darkness, and the darkness the changes thing. the sound. The third thing. Yes. Um, Jesse finds this weird anomaly where, like, the, the objects are, like, doing this multiplication illusion thing that she's like, this doesn't look like a house shift. Yeah. It does not look like a house no. shift. Uh, we find documents and recordings that label Hartman as a paracriminal where they're like interviewing him and like, to, to use your words, your, uh, sub, your patients had quote, unnatural abilities or whatever. Like they basically pull this thing over. Like you're under arrest, yeah. it's fucking... uh, which is very good. Cause yeah, he got his start, like convincing Thomas Zane, Thomas Zane. to write his, yeah. his wife back. To He's life. like, this guy's got something fucking about him. Yeah. We're going to make him do the thing. That's right. Uh, so they labeled thing. him a class two paracriminal Took all his research. <laughs> Uh, we found a report about an illegal altered item market and a growing underground knowledge of paranatural materials, which mm-hmm. I love. That's a thing in the Lost Room where they go to the the object like black market and try to track them down. And this goes, I think, hand in hand with a lot of the stuff. Uh, well, not a lot of the stuff, but you find documents uh, along the way in the main game mm-hmm. that say there are more AWEs happening uh, than ever before. There are... Yes, AW activities increasing. Yeah, like they, and they give... I can't remember the exact statistics, but they said from 1995 to uh, 2005, we only did this many. From 2005 to 2015, we did exponentially more. Yeah. Who knows? The paracriminals par- are on the fucking prowl. Could be. Yeah. Uh, that same day that Alice White came to the Bureau for her uh, interview and Hartman broke out, the spiral door appeared in the motel. Mm. Sorry, what day was this? This is the day that Alice Wake went into the bureau and Hartman broke out. Okay. He sensed Alan and Alice and he went crazy and they sealed off investigations. Right. They had a... Now ex- there's a spiral door. They had an excursion into the motel that day and the spiral door appeared. And we believe, uh, and it's not proven, that the spiral door leads to the darkness. Yeah, dar- right. the dark place. Yeah. Whatever the threshold below Cauldron Lake is. Yes. Uh, we get a lot of, a lot of uh, recordings of agents trying to record video in the motel. Uh, it doesn't doesn't ever seem to cooperate. Um, we learn about the Eagle Limited AWE, where a train was derailed by Blessed. Creating, I thought this was really cool. Yeah, creating an altered train car. Mm-hmm. Uh, a recording of Hartman saying how he thinks he understands the darkness, how the artist draws it to them because of their ability to create. Uh, Jesse starts making her way into the AWE investigation centers, lighting lights as she does to drive Hartman away. Langston is the voice in your ear and goes on and on about his cat I've written down. Did you talk about the space station? Or is that coming up? That's or coming up. Sp- okay. That's the frog. I think we did the we did it in opposite order. Did we? That's yeah. the fur that's the the, the frog you for you The helmet with the helmet? Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. That's that's So you can do them in either order, I think. Which oh, I don't know if I, I, I knew. Know that. I went through the space I went through the right side of the map. Yeah. And then through the left side of the map. I think I did too. I went Fra Moro and then Eagle Limited and then Bright Falls. I went space train finish. Oh, yeah, so if you already did... You're talking about train now. 
uh, I these are just reports. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, these are. I these thought are, we were at the train and no, I wanted sorry. to talk about the these space are league. these are reports that you find. We'll be there right away. Okay. These again, this this DLC is very hard to turn into this spoiler cast for him. Yes. Uh, we find uh, several uh, theremin recordings of mm-hmm. uh, Langston playing the theremin, which is that weird instrument that you don't touch. It goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to freestyle a bit. <clears throat> My mother always said. Never talk to strangers. Always. Never. Never. Always. Never. Never. But isn't a stranger just someone you don't know? What if the only thing stopping a stranger from being a friend is that word? Stranger. Strange. Strange like the noises you hear at night when there is no light and you cannot bite. Strange like a rubber duck that follows you around and makes you drop your coffee every time that it quacks. Because the noise scares you, then you have to clean up the coffee while the duck stares at you and continues to quack, 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 quack. He's got several good spoken raps, which I, are all so good. I'll probably cut one in here for the spoiler cast. Oh, yes. Quack. Uh, we find a screenplay for an episode of Night Springs written by Alan Wake that lays out the director of the Federal Bureau of Control using the slide projector, letting an entity in, letting the entity possess the director, and then the director shooting themselves. Ver- so that that right there, familiar. that raises a question. That, that Alan might have wrote Trench shooting himself. Yes. We're going to have a big discussion about what can Alan do and not do probably at the end of this. Because have we touched on... Uh, Alan doing like he writes the hiss chant, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's later. That's coming up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a recording of Langston trying to get the monster Hartman to sign his copy of Hartman's book, which, <laughs> which I love. Very good. <laughs> he went down to try to get the big crazy darkness twisted thing. Listen, this is being blown way out of proportion. All that happened is I heard Doctor Hartman had been brought in, and since I'm a huge Alan Wake fan, I thought it'd be cool to get a copy of the Creator's Dilemma signed. Uh, that's a book that Hartman wrote about. We know what it is. Okay. Uh, we find the Shoom and Shoom 2 machines. Yeah. Super long combat mission on that Shoom machine, which fucking sucks ass. Yeah, it feels like it's not even a combat mission. It feels like it's their attempt at a, like, wave, ba- like a, like a horde mode, a horde type. mode but yeah. it's not long enough to be a horde mode and too long to be a mission. It's lame. Uh, but you can redo the ashtray maze on Shoom 2, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find another recording of Brian Hennerman, who did that movie podcast about the, the camera uh here we are in the fra moro awe which is the moon crater that the the moonlander landed on mm-hmm. uh jesse lights the room which you know puzzles to figure out where the blocks go how to light up the room uh hartman runs and uh we find the shelter with uh he's just called fra the entity that came back they just call him fra yes the uh so so the lander went up with three uh people in spacesuits came back it, with four came back with four and no one knew 
Like everyone's like, we always had four, yep. but no one could say who this fourth person was. That's right. Uh, and it turns out to be just an empty spacesuit, but one that is sentient and can talk yeah. and gets mad if you take the pieces of it away. Right. Uh, but it doesn't speak plain English. It no. speaks like... It's... So every now and then something just tickles you the right way. Yep. Every single... Gerbil took the combination. top head. The mission is called Gerbil took the top head. <laughs> Hello. Great about us today. Long roads and no hardly. You are bygone? Uh, sure. Why are you locked up in here? Ah, uh, casual turning. Back in front. And Gerbil <laughs> took the top head. Not being pressed for that. Lady going and loosing back for I? <laughs> Every single thing <laughs> this guy said was making me laugh so hard that by the time I was done talking to him, I was literally crying. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Um, you can go talk to him on the intercom and he asks you to... To, to find the top head and you can bring him a bunch of stuff like oh maybe he wants pickles or like he can, plant his tone is getting increasing, increasingly frustrated yeah. but it it's just hilarious because he can't say the right words it's all gibberish yeah spider time spider time uh, you can find the the astronaut helmet they'll bring it back to him uh, you make your way through another light room another light puzzle room Hartman escapes uh, there's a part with the, the, the colored uh, wire puzzle, you know, a bunch of different things mm-hmm. you can plug the batteries into, unlock all these different doors. Yeah, a bunch of just, like, not bad, like, more control gameplay. Yeah, but, but to describe it on a podcast yes. is completely uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, you get to the Eagle Limited AWE, which mm-hmm. is the train car. Um, you can, uh, so the, the story here is that Blessed, uh, I, I believe they derailed the train. Yes, in an they, attempt to create an AWE. Yes, I think we heard earlier they wanted to, tr- or, or whoever wrote the report assumed it was to make a altered train signal, the physical thing that, okay. that turns the car, I think, but it ended up altering the car, which the Bureau has. Uh, you can go in and bind it. You have to put the events in order. Yeah. Of like, oh, first it's dinner time, and then the music, and then right. whatever. Um, this is a little out of order. You, you can do this whenever, but behind one of the broken wall portraits in the shifted office, this is the, like, uber secret uh, you find a secret passage to a room with a radio that plays Take Control, the the old god song, Take mm-hmm. Control. Uh, in that room, there's another wall you can break through, which reveals a hidden passage to the clock. Yes. Uh, if you listen to the clock, or, or use the clock, and enter the numbers that you got from reversing the song Take Control, right? Uh, it opens the floor, where you go through and you find a light cord, takes you to the motel, where you find the aerobics mod, which is a very powerful uh, mod. Uh, and also you get a call from Alan, who basically, it, this is basically just like, what, what did Barry get up to? The Valhalla Nursing Home. Founded in 2014 for Odin and Tor Anderson of the old gods of Asgard fame for their twilight years. Built after the return comeback tour. Flip-flop to be their farewell tour. Cut short. Cancelled. To the chagrin of their agent, Barry Wheeler. <laughs> and we learned that Barry managed the old gods for a while, Tor and, uh, and Odin, but... He was worried these old men were going to die on him because they were just rocking so hard that he started a uh, old folks home, the Valhalla nursing home, and threw them in it and stopped managing their bats. That's all it was. <laughs> nothing nothing plot critical. Nope. Just a great little side story on Barry Tor and Odin. Good man. Because he, yeah. he was worried that Tor and Odin, like Al, he didn't want to have another client die yeah. on him like Al did. Yeah. So. They rock too hard. Yeah. Uh, and also there's an AWE there in, in 76 with them where they, they fight back the darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse makes way to the transit bay. There's another light up puzzle room. Hartman runs. Uh, Jesse falls into the Bright Falls AWE. Alan says via the hotline that the darkness is messing with his memory, making him forget the past. He's written himself notes of what to do, but has no context for them. He can only trust the notes to himself. 
has to trust the path they're on is the right one. Uh, we see a... Oh, we already did that. Jesse enters the motel again, sees the spiral door is open. Alan in it says, I've forgotten again. We had a plan. I know it. He's coming. I've got to get out of here. Dive deeper. <sighs> Which is something we know Thomas Zane did. Thomas Zane went into the lake and then at some point went deeper into the lake for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, and, and at this point, Jesse says, well, whatever's going on with Wake, he clearly needs some help. Uh, and then we get Wake right to beginning. The story needed many beginnings, many springs. Streams that turned into a river, a flood, and then an ocean. This was one. Wake used the materials he had, the connections he had, the people, the places. Wake put them in to make it true. His wife, the psychiatrist, his city. These connections, like magnets, move things. Alice was a conduit. She'd been in the dark place. The thing that had been Hartman sensed her near, sensed Wake through her. But berserk broke loose. Wake made sure Alice was already gone by then. Safe. The more springs, the more the story became real. The more people believed. Cause and effect. It was extremely delicate and hard work. It had to go through the path of least resistance where success was most likely. Where there was a connection already. Wake felt the pressure grow in his head. Going mad. Wake had to escape. Right. His escape. He was already out. He wanted to make it true. Wake needed a hero. A hero needed a crisis. For the part in the story about the government agency, Wake needed something special. Something to convey an alien force mimicking human intelligence. Something that can't be translated. Translated. Wake channeled Burroughs and Bowie. He cut up sentences and words. Orange peel. You are home. Insane. He put them in a shoebox. He pulled out the words. Wake created a Dada's poem. I try anything once. Or had he tried this before? It, it very much implies that somehow, like Al- Alan, we know Alan can only nudge events, right? Alan has to use things that exist in the real world. Yeah. He has to mostly use things that are real for the most part. He he can only kind of like he says magnets that move right. things. He can only nudge events. Yeah. Um, it very much sounds like he didn't create the hiss. He didn't create the 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 resonance, the opposite of hedron. Right. But he did create the chant. It sounds like he mm-hmm. he it, the way he talks about it. He literally gave something to convey an alien force mimicking human intelligence. Something yeah. to give the hero versus villain, give this protagonist antagonist relationship so, for Jesse. Right. So he's implying that just the speech, and not the hiss's actions. Is is what did this? Is part of what nudged things just yeah. so? I guess, I, I guess what I'm asking is, is he implying that the hiss chant is what made the hiss try and take over and spread? No, I don't think so. Okay. The hiss was always so going to spread. spread yeah. And that we are to believe that the chant was enough for everyone to view them as an enemy? Yes. As this hostile force that, that had to be... I don't... Like, they're still doing... Uh, from a human point of view, terrible things. They're killing people. They are, but we've always heard that they're the better option. We don't know what the alternative is, right? There's like, oh, the hiss is the better option. Or Hadron right. is right. the better maybe, option. Maybe something terrible would happen to people if the hiss didn't or, kill anyone. I'm very much with you where, yeah. 
Yes. It, like, but, I would I would I would be a little more intrigued if um if there was more in that that made me suggest that Alan Wake made the hiss an enemy or 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 something that compelled Jesse to fight back against them mm-hmm. in a way that I don't buy that the chant is that thing. Wake needed a hero. A hero needed a crisis. For the part in the story about the government agency, Wake needed something special. Something to convey an alien force mimicking human intelligence. Something that can't be translated. I don't know. Yeah. Wake, like, Wake Channel, Burroughs and Bowie. Yeah, people, it, it feels like a chance, not enough for sure. me. And it's yeah. also very much like... It's chicken egg, right? Does Alan really write these things? It's the Alex Casey thing. Does Alex mm. Did Alex write... Alex Casey into existence or yes. did Alex write Alex Casey because Alex Casey already existed right right did he write the chant and that made it exist or did he write the chant because the chant already existed sure yeah uh, yeah it's very I, I don't think we're gonna get I, didn't, I don't think we're gonna get good solid firm answers from right AWE I uh, I didn't love the ending of AWE mm. um I I did like I'm more I'm excited for more of this story yeah we're, uh, and, we're we're right there at the end right now. Okay. Uh, anyways. Well, you can wrap it up. Yeah. Anderson. Jesse lights the room, defeats Hartman, tries to make Langston the head of investigation. He refuses. He says, I've seen what happens to your head of investigations. Respectfully, I will decline. Uh, and the game closes with an AWE report from Bright Falls. But it must be a glitch because the dates are wrong. Therefore, quote, a couple years in the future... Maybe enough time to develop a sequel. Uh, <laughs> and no sequel should be getting through. Uh, pardon me. No signal should be getting through because they're in lockdown. They shouldn't be getting this notification. But right. we know Alan wrote it because we see a thing. If the alarm is real, mm-hmm. then the reason for the alarm must be real as well. Uh, and we'd learn that Agent Estevez is on site. Uh, last word from Alan. Things set in motion. If the alarm's true, then so is the reason for the alarm. The effect must follow the cause. It's happening again. Our return. You have been warned. A ending. An ending. I want more. Yeah. But I don't know. The, you know, like. There, the... I felt like there was a hook here somewhere uh, that would have would have left me being like, I fucking need more control now. Yeah. And this didn't quite find it. It'd be very, it'd be very uncontrolled for them to put a neat little bow. It'd be very unremedied. I don't think I wanted a neat little bow, but I wanted, um, I don't know what's next. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, we're, we're you could just Alan as, needs help. It seems like we're going to get Al out of the dark place. Totally. Alan Wake 2 or Control 2. Right. Or you never hear from Alan again. Because that, that is also, the, that is also the nature of this game where yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like. The, yeah, the, like, the, the in regards to, like, what did Alan write into it? Did Alan write this whole thing into existence to get himself out of the lake? Did he create the entire... If he can only nudge it, it sounds like probably not. I think he can only, well, we know he can only nudge yes, it from the he game. he can't create a whole... Right, and, and like, like the... He, he creates, he has created people. Yep. So he could have created Jesse. Has he, like, whole claw? Well, again, we don't know if he created them or if they existed, and that's how he, right, it's the Alex Casey chicken egg. Right. Very, like the the when he says if the alarm is true then so is the reason for the alarm like kind of for me sums up the whole it's like uh outer 
Wilds? Mm-hmm. What's this one we love? Wilds. The Outer Wilds, yeah. It's like Outer Wilds. It's like anything quantum, right? Schrodinger's cat, how it is both alive and dead. Yes. If the reason for the alarm is true, the alarm must be true. It is this like weird metaphysical, things can both be true and not true in the oldest house at the same time. Right. But it still makes sense in a way. There's still like a loose, loose logic to it. Yeah. Where... You know, I'm sure Alan made his share of this happen, but also the things in the world influenced him in a way. Ouroboros, right? The worm through time, a snake eating its own tail. Right. There is no beginning, no end. Well, and there's, it's so hard to put yourself in, like, what is Alan seeing? Like, is he yeah. seeing, does he know these events are unfolding or is he just writing them? He, it seems like he doesn't, right? Because in, in Alan Wake, his memory keeps getting fucked with. And in this, he mm. even says, like, the darkness is making me forget. I can't remember. All I have are these notes that I wrote myself. I just yeah. have to trust them. And he keeps telling himself, like, we had a plan. I'm sure yeah. we did. It's going to work this time. Right. It didn't work last time, but this time it will. And something is clearly chasing him. Yep. In the darkness. Yep. Uh, Be it the darkness needs, himself. Right. Because he needs to keep getting out of there yeah yeah i don't know we did not i thought this was gonna answer some questions about alan wake but it yes. did not no it did not no, I, it I seems like much... it's a bridge to another game yeah uh at, i hope at best um but yeah i was i was looking for something and, so and, and, and i think a bow is not a bow is not what i was looking for um but a it did not I don't know give what it any is. closure yeah it did not give uh, any yeah. closure at all it it is that thing you just know? It tied, like I put it yeah. down and I'm like, for me, it very much there. it very much tied Alan to control sure. in a way, right? We're like, oh, whoever that is, maybe that's Ati is there, mm-hmm. and and now okay, we're gonna go help Alan in the next right. expansion. Oh, who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we did not get any. I thought we were gonna get more information on like the the stuff they set up in the foundation with the board and founder yep. and all that, but like, nope. Yeah, no, see you in the next game. Yeah, so it was by no means bad, but it was uh, you you thought it was going to at least end some sort of arc. Cause it's the last thing that happens in control. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to like, something was going to happen, whether like Jesse, uh, like something terrible happened in the house mm-hmm. or something like, like, like what's next. All we have is we're going to hopefully going to save uh, Alan Wake. Yeah. There's an AW in Bright Falls. Right. That's all we know. But uh, I don't know if I wanted like some big cliffhanger where it's like, oh no, some we 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 see what the next baddie is, yeah, or because like the lockdown is still on. We haven't we haven't got the hiss out of the house yet. Right. It doesn't seem like yeah. So I'm and totally I guess they it. always like that will never get lifted for the same reason the Mongolians are still on Sushima. <laughs> they need me to be able to play that game yeah. after I beat that game. Too, they might lift it. Uh, I think we might. I I think we might see a standalone thing like American Nightmare. I totally think we might see some sort of. Not full sequel, standalone Alan Wake thing. Yeah. American Nightmare 2 or something. They or, make it, like, it seems like they figured out how to make a good video game. Yeah. Or a, like, the combat is not the best part of Control. It's the best remedies ever but made. But it's the best remedies ever uh, made. Max, Max Payne's. Max, Max Payne's pretty okay. good. Max Payne was, uh, they didn't was do, great for the time. Yeah, they didn't do Max Payne 3, though. Yeah. They only wanted to. Um, now that they found that, then it's like, you could put out Alan Wake 2, and I at least know that it will kind of have a standard of gameplay yeah uh and they've said as much like on sam like said on their blog post like the last few years of our studio we were just getting ourselves in a position so that we could make 
more control. Yeah. And now that we're in that position, we're looking forward to making more. And he's just like, I'm not saying there's going to be a sequel. Yeah. But we're looking forward to making more control. Right. Yes. So, yes, very much sounds like they're like the, uni- the continuing universe totally. of control. We have this engine and this tech now, and, yes. and hopefully we can get some games out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they I hope they do. Oh, I can't wait to know what comes next. Love it. Lo- I, I even love the, like dissatisfaction it leaves you with that is so fucking control and well, so and that, remedy that's one that's one little like it's not even a bad thing it's i didn't get closure yeah that's not necessarily a terrible thing it was not what i expected yeah me, me um they Rem- have a plan and maybe we'll play control 2 or alan wake 2 or whatever the sequel to both those games is called yeah uh and be like oh, i was fucking no wonder they didn't fucking uh, change it any other way yeah <laughs> But, I mean, it all goes back to the, you and me are positive, think of the possibilities people. Hell yes. Until it f- falls flat. Here, here. Like a Game of Thrones or something. Death like, Stranding. Oh. Uh, that didn't go so well. Yeah, we had, we had a few questions on the Discord. I think we're going to wrap this one up because it's been going pretty long. Um, one we can do real fast here <laughs> is, uh, do you consider Control a horror game? Uh, I think Max City wrote this. I think it was Max City said, like, a lot of his friends don't play because they think it's a horror game. I was... I think we I had think this conversation with Andy, even. AWE was Horror-esque. the scariest part of Control. Yeah, but even that was And even like, that was fine. It's Yeah, if you're in the dark, Hartman attacks you, but that's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's it's not 20% of Resident Evil. No. Like, it's... I would not consider this a horror game. No. At all. Not at all. Like, I think exactly what I said to Andy was, would you consider Nightmare at Christmas a horror movie? And I think he said yes, right. <laughs> but unless you at home would consider... No, you guys were talking about was? Nightmare, that Nintendo Nightmare 2 game. Oh, yeah, you're Whatever right. Whatever it okay. was called. I'd put, I would put Control in the exact same thing as... It, maybe it. even a step back from, from what I think Little Nightmares might be. I think Little Nightmares... I think Little Nightmares is scarier. As someone who's only... Yes, me too. Yeah. As someone who's only seen the trailer for Little Nightmares 2, that looks scarier than anything I saw in Control. Yeah, Control's not scary. It's weird, yeah, but it's like... It's weird. It's interesting weird. It's yes. not like unsettling weird. Yeah, and it's all like chalked up to a science. Yeah. And nothing's... And it's like... Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Hartman is the only like creature... Yeah. That looks even off-putting. Yeah, the, really, the, like, the mold, maybe, but even then, I guess. Yeah, like, oh, molds, are molds are like little zombies, I guess. But yeah, definitely, definitely not a horror game. No, no, do not play that because you're worried you'll be scared. No, there's no, there's no, there's one. The only time I ever got spooked is one time you pull the cord and Dylan's face goes Bleh! Yeah. right in yours. I'm like, oh, fuck. One time you're in the elevator and the Dylan, elevator opens fucker. and you see the fucking dude walk, the Hartman dude. Oh yeah, walk by the crack. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me too. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, he tries to get in. Is there more questions? Uh, the only other one was like, if you could learn, I think this was maybe also from Max, if you could learn uh, any more about one item, which would it be? But I don't think we're prepared to, I'm not prepared to. The anchor, did we ever learn what the anchor did? Remember the anchor was yeah, in, well, I know we fight it. The black, it creates a black sphere. That rusts uh, metal? Uh, it, I think it just destroys anything. So I think oh. with the metal, it was rust. Um, but it took that whole fucking ship down. Yeah. Uh, and then when they moved and, the anchor, the sphere moved. Right. Uh, and then we fight the orb anchor, oh, yeah. and it shoots the fucking bits at us. Yeah. Did you see the jukebox, by the way? Yeah. What about it? Did you see the, the, the altered item jukebox in AWE? You read about it. You read about a jukebox that has whatever the user desires inside, and at some point in combat, a jukebox was like, fly through the combat, and if you chase it down and shoot it, it drops a bunch of, of like really good combat like, materials. Like, uh, not a jukebox. Uh, a vending, uh, vending machine. machine. Sorry, yeah, a okay, vending gotcha. machine. Yeah. I was thinking of the jukebox, jukebox for the, snacks. Yes, jukebox for snacks. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, I read the information. I don't think I ever saw the vending machine. Yeah, I saw it just yeah. show up in a combat. I'm like, what the fuck was yeah, that? Yeah, because I was talking to you about the chat because they talk about how the news went to check it out. And I was like, fuck, what a day that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I would have got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Is there any uh, particular item on the top of your head that you think you might want to? I'm trying to think of Um. Them. Yeah. Balloon, like, it's the a lot hammer, of them. The balloon is cool. The duck, the, the swan boats. Um. Oh, fuck. It, it's like, it, it, it's not tree. hard because you can't think of anything. It's hard because <laughs> they're all fucking fantastic. The fan? I don't think we ever learn what the oscillating fan does. It uh, blows so hard that it depletes all the oxygen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So people people fucking died with that one Good. too. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and this was totally off the cuff. I knew we'd be going a little bit long. I didn't think we'd have too much time for questions, but yeah. but these yeah. are the things like there's just any one that sticks out. Yeah, everyone. like these are the things I love talking about with control. Totally. And I'll go back and read these wiki entries a thousand times. Yeah, uh, and if you like this kind of stuff, there is a whole SCP is very much inspired by uh, control was inspired by yeah. all that stuff. Uh, we a little shout out to the Lost Room. Hell yeah, as well. That's the TV show watched, of Control yeah. has like. Might as well, like, Control might as well be that show, the game, yes. has a fucking motel, has a yeah. weird organization, has paracriminals. Fuck, it's so good. That's really good. Check that out on, uh, uh, I think it's on Prime Surprisingly Video. bad acting. Yeah, it's very low budget. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's like 2006 or something. Yeah. Uh, Lost Room is the name of that. Six episodes, very short. I think we'll wrap that. That was a lot of talk about Control here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, 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 as much as we needed. Yeah. Too much power and control to feel scared. Yeah, that's a good... Alex in the chat says, you're way too... It's like this power fantasy. Yeah, you're flying, just, just hunk chucking yeah. forklifts, and the multi-lift, uh, and the multi-launch is very cool. We can hold three items at the end. And if you want, if you're feeling scared, just turn on that fucking one-hit kill. Yep. And, and invinci- turn everything. invincibility on if sure. you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that combat stuff is really good. It's good shit. Uh, Brandon Lynch, thank you very much for sitting down here talking control with me. You're welcome. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's a very good game. Yeah, there's a lot of interpretations. If you have thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Write them into me, podcasttalkingmarkets.com. I might do a like supplemental to this. If on, if enough interesting stuff comes in, I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. I might record a thing on my own of, mm-hmm. of uh, just some of your theories. So uh, write them on in podcasttalkingmarkets.com. You can drop on our Discord. You can find my going to Talking Reckless. Uh, check out our Patreon if you want to support the SpoilerCast and the uh, D&D podcast, all the all the stuff we do. Find that, patreon.com slash podcast. Forgot I was looking at the wrong camera this whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it, Brandon. Let's thank you for joining me. I like the, uh, the, the pencil. When you tap it, it makes money. That's from the Lost Room. Oh, okay. That's not from Control. I can't remember anymore. And if you combine it with... The, the the watch cooks an egg. If you wrap the watch around an egg, it cooks the egg. Right. But if you ever combine the pencil and the watch, it something else. Yeah, happens. something terrible happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was happy to be here. Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you for joining <laughs> me. Uh, I need help. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, very likely not the last you've heard out of me on control or or the controlaverse. Whatever comes next, we'll see you then. <laughs>